Hey everybody, welcome back to BK's Bullets, another audio edition. We are here talking video games with our best bud, Jim Ifantis, up in the Ifantis Man Cave, surrounded by all things Nintendo, stickers, collector's editions, you name it, we have it. And Diet Mountain Dew. Uh, Brent fucked up and bought Diet Mountain Dew instead of regular. They're not bad. He didn't check the label. But you gotta understand that, as I don't really drink anything... Other than water, Surge? This is an overload for me. Other than Surge, you offered me? Uh, I do occasionally partake in Surge, but part of the diet is cutting out sugar. And I did cheat today, but for the most part, I'm pretty good. Say, we did go to Wingstop for lunch, so I figured, yeah, what I the re- fuck, I, you're already but done. But I feel like there's a 75-pound weight in my gut. Oh, so, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, it's not like, you know, causing me any bathroom problems. I just feel a little off my A game. You're heavy. <laughs> I'm heavy. You're feeling heavier. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so we're here to talk about, well, let's talk about games so far. Games so far. I don't think we've podcasted since we did a best of I uh, think 2016. the last time we were at your house. It was best of, because Princess Leia just died. Was that when? Yeah, I think that so. That seems too recent. December. That seems, t- she died in December? Yeah, she died in December. Oh, wow. I was at, all I remember was at your house and you made a really good sandwich. <laughs> Can you tell I'm hungry? Yes. <laughs> and Olivia was sitting there and playing with some kind of doll, and that's all I remember. It's all a blur. Other all than a blur. But we haven't done one in a while, so yes. I think that's a great place to start. So let's talk about gaming for 2016 so far, and then we'll go into E3 predictions. Do you want to talk about gaming 2016 or 2017? Oh, excuse me. Yes, 2017. I mean, we could go back. Look, I am a vault, <laughs> and now that you're in my land, I can pull the 2016 titles, and we could go to... No, no, no. Let's, let's do 2017. Okay, we could do 2017 as Up well. till now. What have you been enjoying? So are we talking games that have come out in 2017, or are we talking about games that I'm currently playing in 2017? Uh, both, because I'm playing games that did not come out in 2017. I'm kind of in the same boat. I've been really good about not buying new games, believe it or not. I still do buy the collector editions, but I did not buy Neo, which was a huge deal. Uh, which I was surprised, because you, oh, I want it. I keep you waiting. should have gotten it, I thought. I I'll, thought you were going to get it. I will. I just, not yet. I've been going through my backlog, and I'll tell you the game that's had the most impact on me this year, besides the caveat here, of course, we're not talking about Heroes of the Storm, we're not talking about Halo 5, which are my staple games that are still played almost daily, okay? So we're not talking about those. I played Alan Wake, which came out in like 2008 or something. It was on backward compatibility. And the only reason I got into it was Rachel got me a external terabyte or something to whatever half two terabyte mm-hmm. I don't know, some hard drive, and I'm like I want to install everything because why not? And the first game that popped up was Alan Wake, and I'm like oh yeah, what's this about? And then like two days later, Alan Wake came out and they said that they're discon- they're, they're not going to sell the game anymore digitally. Right, you couldn't even download it. Because there's some kind of copyright thing with the music. Right, so if I if I have it, which I don't think I do. If you, I will, I'm not able to download it, correct? You can still get it, you just can't buy it new. So if you had the rights to it, you maintain the rights to oh, okay. it. If you don't have the rights to it and you want it now... So they didn't remove the download packet from the store, they just correct. removed access to correct, it. Correct, correct. So Unlike what they Sony did for PT. 
PT is completely gone. Completely yes. gone. Yeah, I have the PT. It's uninstalled on my console. If I click on install PT, it says sorry, can or it gives you some sort of. I'm sorry, camera. fuck you. Watch YouTube. Pretty much. But um, that was a short experience anyway. But um, Alan Wake so far has been that game that just hooked me, and I, I've told you you need to play it, and you probably haven't yet. It was an Xbox. It was a backward compatibility game that came out a couple years ago. It was like a throwaway Xbox game. I thought. But holy smokes, is it good. And you like story games, you will love this game. I don't know if I have it. I did not check since we, you talked about it at work. It's so good. So I, w- I will go home and check. So what I loved about it is me, Mr. Is, aren't these the same people that did Quantum Break? They are. And the, sh- the shared universe between Quantum Break, Max Payne, and Alan Wake is amazing. And I don't okay. want to give anything away. But it's so cool that all of these games exist in the same universe. Because I started Quantum Break and I have not finished it. I got oh. to the first movie. Is that still movie. Your Gamefly? That's still my Gamefly rental. I've had They're it for like a, six months. They're making a killing. Yes, I need to just send it back or cancel it or do something with it, but I can't. Okay. Okay. Can't bring myself to touch um, it. Alan Wake. So for me, that was the game that made the most impact. Other than that, I've been playing a lot of Titanfall. Thanks for letting me borrow You're that. You're welcome. Titanfall 2? Yeah, I was going to say. Um, there have been a, a couple sales. I think you did not take advantage of it. You'll get it back it. when I'm ready to give it back. All right. <laughs> Unless you want it. No, uh, you're enjoying it. But I will tell you... If it's you, being enjoyed, that's fine. They just came out with the latest Rise of the Monarch DLC, new assassinations, new Titan. One of the new Titan assassinations is... While your Titan's killing... Did you killing, buy the DLC for a game you don't own? It is absolutely free. It's what? all Titanfall 2 Mind DLC. blown! As all Titanfall 2 DLC is. Um, the assassination for the new Monarch Titan. While your Titan is assassinating their Titan, you eject out of your Titan and assassinate the pilot simultaneously. You run down the, the barrel of your Titan's gun... You, kill, you both kill each other at the same time, and then you rip out the Titan's core and put it in your Titan to give yourself more energy. It's like an all-in-one. It wow. is stunning. It's That's so beautiful. Excellent. And I love it. So really, really good. Excellent. So those I would say those are the two new games that I've been um, playing. Kind of fell off on For Honor. Kind of fell off on uh, Far Cry Primal. And I guess maybe I... Oh, I guess Injustice, that would probably be the one, the newer one. I don't know if that has legs like Titanfall right now to me, or Alan Wake had such a lasting impression on me, but um, the multiverse right now is keeping me occupied. I have been playing um, Titanfall 2. I, I, I played it. I beat the campaign. I played some multiplayer. I love that campaign. It was good. I told you it was good. I didn't cry at the end, but I welled up. I won't lie. I'm very emotional gamer. And I didn't. The end, I didn't cry. No, I was like, okay. No, because it was sad. He sacrificed. I mean, the spoilers. Who cares? It's over. You, if you didn't play it by now, screw you. I played but, that. I played oh, uh, so good. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which is which is pretty good single player campaign. So you bought the. They had some deal over their like holiday break where it was um destiny rise of iron expansion no it was the 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 giant ass edition like destiny and all the dlc up to rise of iron including rise of iron which i had already had all the other dlc but you didn't have rise of iron but i didn't have rise of iron yet 30 bucks on its own yes okay and it also had um Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, regular edition or whatever, nothing special there. 
also had the Call of Duty 4 remaster. Uh, All of those uh, those three games were 60, no, they're $75. That's not bad. So I got the the two Call of Duties which normally I think they were 90, but they were selling it for 90. Wow. I it was cuz $60 alone was just the Cuz that's what the Destiny, Infinite Warfare. That's what Destiny cost when you bought just straight up Destiny. Right, and then Destiny was like fifteen dollars, so that was half price. Nice. If you do the math, right, it was half price. So you anyway. replayed which one? You said the original Call of Duty Four. I didn't play. I didn't replay that yet. I played the new one, Infinite Warfare. That's a pretty good campaign. Okay. And uh, I did play Rise of Iron. Played through that. I'm enjoying that. I think I've done. Mo I've done all the story missions, and now it's just like unlock and stuff. Oryx. No. <laughs> I did. I did jump in the raid thanks to the Whoa. Xbox's new uh, looking for group. Yeah, the clubs. Thing. Club, not yes. clubs, but looking for group, like looking for game. Okay. That works pretty good. It does. It works it's pretty super good. Super easy. The only problem with it is, is that you have, to, you still have to do the BES of got to friend this person. They got to friend me back oh, before we can join the party. All that's not integrated into it. I guess I was friends with all the people that I was looking for group in because it was when we were doing our Halo Five, uh -huh. our grind to Achilles. Um, I don't remember. I thought you just didn't have to add them as friends. I no, was, that if was, you're that if, was the perk of like how cool is this? You just jump in. No, that would be nice if they said looking for group and you said okay, ask to join group right. request, and then the person who had said it said accept. Gotcha. And if it threw you into the party automatically. And join their game, that would be great. But it doesn't do that. No, okay. It's very, it's kind of basic as is, right? It's just that little little menu there. That's all that's new. Okay. okay. And the ability to get a notification of you are looking for a group or somebody applied and you can accept or deny or that you were accepted or denied. Gotcha. That's the only thing they built into the interface. They didn't make it any easier to get into the party. Okay. So you still have to friend people, but it was easy to find people. It was None of that like third party cross fade or no, no, no. But it's like built into the console. Built into the console. Request, get requests and jump in. You're using your controller and stuff like that. It's very, very okay. simple. Okay. Which is what Destiny should have had day in the one. first place, day one. But day it is coming. I feel bad for Sony players that don't have this feature oh. right now. Oh, dig, 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 dig. The fanboy wars uh, begin. Yeah, I know. Um, I played Battlefield 1. I played all but the last mission of that single-player campaign. Battlefield 1. Because they had the, the free play days ah, on yeah, Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Does Sony have these free play days at all? They do free weekends, but I think it's I don't think it's anything unique to... Um, Sony. I think it's like when everybody gets it for free. Like okay. a lot of times, so it's probably Rainbow Six will be free across all platforms yeah. and the PC. All right. It's not like PlayStation does anything. Gotcha. Microsoft definitely does a much better job of that, and I think a lot of it has to do with their partnership with EA, because EA opens a vault right. up for like free weekends. Right. Like right. Play, like they just had UFC two to free to play through the like a week. Or uh -huh. something. They they have that in the vault, and I played that. That one I played U U A EA UFC two. Yeah. And I liked one. I really liked Remember one. You liked one. You had your fighter, and you were all in. I got all the way to the championship. This one is a lot more difficult in terms of like creating your own fighter, and making it to the championship. Dude, I barely, I didn't even make it to the main card, much less the title card in UFC fights. What are you, Jose so Aldo? Difficult. Get out! Oh, sorry. But I was doing the same thing that I did last time, <laughs> focusing like I'm a punching guy in terms of watching UFC fights. You're a striker. I'm a striker. You're a striker. I, I don't like the ground game. Who cares? I don't understand it. Maybe that's why I don't like it. That's don't okay. You understand a punch to the face. Stiff, 
iron chin and the will to fight. Quickness, of, like punch quickness and punch strength. No kicks or just... Kicks. Oh, str- kicks, okay. You know, punches and kicks, punches were, and kicks. Right up until then, you were a boxer. Right. Now, now you've become a mixed martial artist. <laughs> or a kickboxer. the kicks. Okay. So right. I was focusing on that area of my fighter, and my ground game was pretty much just all like defense and evade and... Uh, lock escapes and stuff like that. Okay. I sucked. I lost so bad. So you've given up. You've retired. I have not gone back. That my, I played until my fighter was forced to retire. He had so much damage done to him because I kept losing fights. And that's game over. And, you have to and start that's a new game character. over. New character. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you got your ass beat so hard. Pretty much made you stop. Like I remember in the first UA. EA UFC game. That's kind of cool. Actually. I don't think I've lost that many fights, and I was in the whatever the TV show is, the Ultimate Fighter, TUF or whatever. Tough. I was doing those fights in the very beginning of this campaign. Tonight on the Ultimate Fighter, and I was getting my ass kicked with no, you know, and everybody's supposed to have the same stats. In the house, you were getting right, ass and I was like, "What the heck?" It was difficult, but it made and. Made for a very different game, and I do like the way they changed the training. Because last time, you would do a fight, and they would say, okay, you got uh, 30 attribute points. Then you could go spend those attribute points in your fighter stats, right? Yeah, like so it a, has like all the bars and stuff. harder, grapple better, whatever. Right. Okay. This time, uh, and then you had to do a bunch of training. You had to do like three rounds of training before you could do the next fight. Okay. This time, you they had a lot more variations on the training, like different types, punches, kicks, ground game, escape, ground game, you know, just different levels. Uh, so they broke that out more, and they had difficulty. Okay. So depending on what you chose, like, and it, it would show you, okay, this type of ground game focuses on your uh, evasion techniques and your escape uh, probability and stuff like that. And then you would get more attribute points if you selected the harder difficulty of training. Yeah. Okay. So same way with punches and kicks. So eventually I maxed out my punches and kicks and started focusing on ground. But by that time, it was too late. I was just kaput. But So that was interesting. You actually had to play the training over and over again. That's kind of cool. And then they did have a thing where it was like an autoplay. Like once you did it and got a score you were satisfied with, like say you got a B or a C instead of an A, then uh, you could say, okay, well, just give me that again because I want to get to the next main fight. Gotcha. So they, they improved that. So I, I would recommend anybody who likes UA, UFC. I keep saying UAFC. 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 Anybody likes that UFC stuff, go check out that game. Injustice 2, I'm, I'm playing that right now. I just got the Wonder Woman uh, armor set. Yeah, that was cool. I like. I hope they continue to do that with movies. That was pretty difficult as shit to uh, try and get that last. Level 20 Cheetah against my level 7 Wonder Woman was quite an uphill. Yeah, I was level 12. Oh, okay. Little, little tip for everybody out there. Choose an AI loadout. And let your computer do it. And let your computer do it if you're having difficulty. Yeah, that works. Um, but I, I like the story there. I replayed the Injustice 1 before that game came out and um i don't remember anything of injustice one that's exactly why i played it um did lex luther die yes lex luther died and deathstroke died deathstroke died in the satellite explosion yes uh, i don't remember so that's why he's not in injustice 2 which is a shame. even the joker died but for some reason they still put him as a fighting character in injustice 2 but hey who knows because no one likes Deathstroke again. Right. Once again, Deathstroke, the best DC villain of all time, gets the shaft. Um, as far as story goes, Injustice 2 is 
it's good, but it's not as good as Injustice, simply because you don't have the shock value of, oh my god, this is what they're doing with Superman and Batman. Gotcha. Right? Because Injustice 1, uh, Superman kills the Joker, his wife, he uh, kills his wife and stuff like that. Although going back and playing the game of Injustice 1, there's a lot of stuff that I knew that I got from reading the comic book, wow. the digital series, which they, they talk about a little bit, but you don't see. And then playing Injustice 2, like uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow, mm-hmm. in the comics preceding the, injust- the events of Injustice 1, right. Green Arrow is killed by Superman, and Black Canary cries. And then Dr. Fate, the guy in the gold helmet, takes uh, Black Canary to a different universe to, with a very similar Oliver Queen to hers, so that she can be happy and marry and try and get to know that Oliver Queen. And that guy, that Oliver Queen in his universe, his di- his Black Canary had died, so he was also grieving. So it was kind of like a here's a happy ending for you guys before Injustice One happened. So you don't know all that if you just play the right, games. Yeah, you would be totally oblivious. But in the story, they allude to it because Green Arrow is always kind of like giving you some side eye, like you know, what? Why is this going on? Or they're saying like, oh, this happened and this happened. If you notice, they'll. They'll explain things to Green Arrow and Black Canary because they've missed out on some of the events and stuff like that. Oh. So that's kind of neat. Is there a multiverse in which the Xbox One is more powerful than the PlayStation uh, Four? Okay, just wonder. Sorry, just probably wonder. the Injustice Universe. Okay, just probably just that. Wonder, just wonder. Superman is an Xbox fan. Not oh my fan. god, <laughs> Man of Steel. Uh, what else? Man of 720p. I played 15 <laughs> minutes of Outlast last time you came over. Oh, remember that? And, just, and it was on my couch. No, it was on my couch. Oh, was it your place? You were at my house. And what'd you think? It scared the shit out of me. That and I said, so no thanks. That was so funny. The very, it's the first scene where when you're walking down the hallway, the guy's in the wheelchair, and you know he's going to jump out of you, and then he does, and you're like, Whoop. <laughs> I was like, no thanks. This um, game is not for me. Yeah, that game was too much. I couldn't do it. And I like scary games, but I, I won't do it. I won't go back. Um, Bioshock Infinite I played. Amazing. Play though all the way through the what campaign. What an amazing story! What it's such a shame that that company's gone. It is. It really is. I really that like was that such game. Such a Bioshock. I, I didn't like two as much as the original, and then Infinite were like such amazing games. And it's like such a good story. Mini kind of open world. You get those uh, Vox phones or the the recordings yes. to kind of hear yes. what happened, what went wrong, and. But such a good ending of both those games, and that's it. It just it blows my mind. Well, two was a different developer, right? Uh, the same team did one, and then they moved on to Infinite. You're right. And you're some right. other Maybe team came in it. and did Bioshock 2. Maybe that's why I skipped two. Um, I mean, I know what happened, but I, to me, one was just Rapture right. and Andrew Ryan. Would you kindly? It was uh, just so good. Similarly, Metro Last Light Redux I played. I bought the, Metro's a great the combo. I did not know that that was the second game in the series. So I played the second game before I played the first game. The second one's called what? Last Light. And the first one's called? 2033. Okay. Who knew? There's no number in there to like tell you which one's first. Yeah, Metro's a good game series. I don't think it gets... It's You know what I think with Metro is it's not... It's, it, was, it, it is a AAA game, but it's like 
lower tier. It's almost like a THQ. But it's not playing as that, I couldn't note. I didn't notice anything. The the mechanics are a little off. It's not as pretty. It's a little grainier. The voice acting is a little wonky. I, I thought facial. the voice acting was good. I mean, the facial wasn't that. It's okay though. But, but it's it was fun. it I, was like a remaster of the 360 game. So it wasn't like gotcha. super up to up to snuff. But playing it on the Xbox One, it did look nice. So I've played them all, and I think they're great. And I suspect you will see another one this year. Unlike the re- true remaster or reduxes of the Metro Last Light, right. segueing into a shitty port, let's talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Now, I bought these two games for $30. They were on sale. They regularly retail for 30 bucks each, now, which means the two games from the Xbox 360 days, would re- uh, they will sell to you this remaster or it doesn't even say remaster the ability to play them since they won't go backwards compatible they for sixty dollars and i i tried to tell you but yes you want, I, I know i'm a i'm a i'm a glutton for superheroes i'm a glutton for collector's editions so i feel your pain i knew what it was and i warned you because i'd seen it on total biscuits channel you probably don't know who he is. I know who he is. Oh, okay. You, you some, show me his videos. A lot of PC game videos, and he said, this is not a good port. And I said, Brent, this is not a good port. <laughs> and then you texted me, you got it. And I'm like, Brent. And then you go, it's not good. And I'm like, I know. Right. And that's frustrating because... The menus are the pure old 360-style menus. So is the graphics changed at all? Because on the no. PC version, nothing has changed. Nothing. Ch- I mean, I can't tell... Because I only played, I played Ultimate Alliance on PS2, not 360, uh, but it looks like an early 360 game. And you know the sad thing is, is that was such a good idea of mixing right. all the superheroes together. And it's still a good idea. It played, but it plays just like it did back in the day. And it needed, it wasn't that great then, and it's probably now that this much longer. I mean, anybody that enjoyed X-Men Legends or Legends 2 should enjoy this. If you like Diablo, you would enjoy this, except it's a fucking lot simpler. Yeah. You know, you, they still have armor pieces and stuff like that you can they pick do, up. Yeah, yeah, you fight the villains, you get different armor. But it's it's literally, it's probably something I'm just going to play through once and get onto the next one. Uninstall. And then forget about it. I won't even, I don't even, I feel so bad for you, I don't even make fun of you. I just, I just let it go. It's such a softball. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. But the good news is... There's a silver lining. What's the, yeah. Marvel Heroes Omega is coming to yes. consoles. Welcome. I think it's already on PS4. The beta starts uh, this month. Yes, the beta came out. And then it's coming to yeah, Xbox, I think in June, they said. Okay, so this month. So that, that is exciting. They will... Wild announcement. Phil Spencer will say, you can get it right, right now. <laughs> and I'm going to scream. Woo! When I'm... I'm jumping ahead, but I'm going to scream out BK's bullets as loud as I can at some point. They won't hear you. I'll hear it. If they remove you, I don't want to get blamed. I'll be arrested. If they're like, remove you, like, um, sir, you got to come with us, please. You ruined the presentation. So, yeah, we haven't seen the next Men game in a while. Uh, there's a lot of talk on the comic books uh, sites and stuff that X-Men and Fantastic Four, since the movie rights belong to other studios... Um, you don't see them promoted a lot. Like uh, X-Men versus Capcom Infinite. Go watch that trailer and tell me if you find Wolverine or Magneto or anybody else. They're heavily promoting Iron Man and Captain Marvel on the Marvel side of that game. Gotcha. Okay. And not many X-Men characters, if there are any in the, in the roster. I'm not sure. And I thought it was because 
Okay, because the movie's split up. I so the the CEO of Marvel, his, this guy, his name is uh, Ike Perlmutter. He's a notorious recluse. And until Trump came into office, there was only one known picture of him that anybody could find. He's not on Twitter. He's not on social media. He's not on Facebook. What an animal. He lives a private life. That's fine. That's uh, fine. But, but he was spotted at Mar-a-Lago hobnobbing with President Trump. He supports President Trump. That's fine with me. Um, do whatever you want with your money. He gave to the campaign, and now he's like in charge of some veterans affairs or something like that. He gave him a position. But he's still CEO of Marvel. Anyway, he is so upset with Fox Movie Studios and um, not Sony. Yeah, just Fox because they have... Fantastic Four and X Men in their stable of movie rights. That he's all but canceled. Uh, he's canceled every the Fantastic Four comics for at least like the last three to four years. There have been no Fantastic Four comics, period. And it's kind of getting. We almost thought it was getting that way with X Men, and you you definitely notice it watching the uh, properties that Marvel owns. Like I said in the video game, they're pushing Iron Man and Captain Marvel. They own the rights to those characters. You're going to see them in Infinity War. Okay. Also on S.H.I.E.L.D., they started pushing the Inhumans really, really hard, right? And that's kind of the... They're kind of the same thing as X-Men. They're mutated humans, but they're not. But they're mutated humans, but they're not. So you saw them promoted in S.H.I.E.L.D. and then also in the comic books as well. They've been trying to push the uh, the Inhumans comics books, comic books like crazy. And nobody cares about the Inhumans. So, that's I've always thought that the X Men and Fan- well, the Fantastic Four movie bombed. I didn't see it. I think the X Men movies stink, except for Logan. They all stink. No, I got, I got one under that map and over there. Two were good under the collector edition map for Legend of Zelda. There sits X Men Apocalypse that you let me borrow. That's something. You mean my, my Blu Ray? Your Blu Ray. You should put it on the top of the pile. So one day I will watch it, but I hear it's bad. And you know, now that you mention it, you're right. Um, but that Wolverine game was freaking awesome. Yeah, that Wolverine game was awesome. So he sells. Wolverine Origins game was awesome. The movie, the not old, so much. There's some old X-Men side side platformer games back in like Super Nintendo days that were a lot of fun. Right. Like but that Shylock was, and Gambit. And that was before they sold the movie rights in the, in the late 90s. See, this comic book muddles up the great games. So, anyway. It sounds like that's a great topic for your... YouTube channel. Just want to throw that out there. Oh, I could, I could. Great, great. Because that would have been games. interesting. That would, and then you get the little cutscenes of the comics and the one picture of the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I could promote her. Okay, but yeah. So that's what that's what you've been enjoying then. I have. Um, yeah, well, that's I'm what I've been of, enjoying. I'm trying. I keep saying I want to go back and do a backlog. Like I'm gonna go back and play. Like I'm playing Horizon Two because I got the wheel. Got right. The Logitech G920 right here, my baby. Um, so I've been going back and playing Horizon 2. I'll buy Horizon 3. Dirt 4 comes out tomorrow. I'm going to pick that up. That's a rally game. So I'm playing a lot of like older stuff, but because I got a new shiny peripheral, so I'm enjoying it. You don't have Dirt 3 on backwards compatibility to play with this thing? I don't think I ever downloaded it because I thought it was stupid. No, oh. no I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Would have saved you some money. I know. Um, but, you know, I think about, um, like, I want to play ReCore. I haven't played that. I tried it again a second time. I'm like, this is fun. I never beat it. I still haven't beat Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, I haven't beat... I haven't even touched Horizon Zero Dawn for PS4. So there's a lot of, like, big ticket games. I haven't even touched Tomb Raider, the new one. I got the 20th anniversary, like, last year. That's a good game. So I got all these games. I haven't beat Injustice. So, like, I'm dabbling in a lot of things, but I'm not completing them. And that's why I think I'm so hyped about Alan Wake, because I'm like, I beat it! 
it. You're like, I'm going to complete it. Yeah. So I know in E3, you know, right on the corner, I will probably spend way too much on pre-orders like I always do. And then we'll be here in a year from now and I'll be telling you how I just beat Injustice or something. You still haven't beat Metal Gear Solid Five. I don't think I will. <laughs> I know. I always harp on you. And you were so excited I for was. that game to come out. And then you didn't even bother to beat it. I was because it, as I played through it, I realized it was a story that didn't need to be told about a character who was better left to imagination. When they fleshed out who the big boss was, it turns out he's not that interesting. But yeah. as an unknown super soldier who becomes the father clone of Liquid Snake and uh, Solid Snake and Solidus, uh, all Solidus, Solid Snake and Liquid Three, three brothers. Um, so frustrating that you get to know who he is and he's still just solid snake with a horn on his head same character model same voice actor no different voice actor jack bauer Kiefer sutherland yeah, to me he's jack bauer i mean the president from yes uh, what's that show uh designated, designated survivor. survivor great show um <laughs> you could put glasses on jack bauer but he's still jack bauer that's right um but yeah it was a story that didn't need to be told once kojima started kind of spilling the beans on how bad it was you could see that the game didn't get the TLC that Metal Gear 4 did. So to me, the story of Metal Gear ends with the gunshot of did Solid Snake commit suicide? That's where the game should end and nothing else should continue. Well, this game doesn't answer that question, though, does it? No, but I think that that's where it should have ended and it should have faded to black and that's the end of it. Mm. But nope, they kept going. They kept going. They kept poking. going. But it's over going. now. It's over. This is it. The franchise is dead. They did. They are releasing that zombie game. I don't remember what it's called, but it looks horrible. Oh yeah. The only thing left that I care about Metal Gear is they're doing a concert um, next year. They're gonna do a concert tour. I don't know if it's gonna come down in our next. So of you're gonna buy this if it comes down here, and you're gonna support Konami in their ass fuckery of Kojima. Yes. If okay. the music's good. <laughs> If it's no good, I'll turn my back like the Klingons do. Like, come on, I'll turn my back. You know what I'm talking about when they shame Worf? Yes. I'll do that. But I, Metal Gear is such an important part of many people in my generation's game. There's a first real mature game. I think Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII, hand in hand of games that were like, you can do that in games. And um, if they replay the music, like Meryl's music or the fight you have with Sniper Wolf, I will cry. And <laughs> I will love it. <laughs> and Brad throws his thing off. <laughs> Sorry, nope. <laughs> it's like, podcast over. Just making sure we're still recording. Second gym mention of crying. It's been a very emotional game. It's been half an hour. I want to make sure we're still getting we're all good. this good hey, stuff. Look, as long as that blue line on the laptop. I'm, I'm glad you have your backup as well, but I want to trust hardware. I cannot tell you how many stories, Ian, how many times Ian and I have lost podcasts to recording software versus hardware thank god you didn't lose that gem of the batman versus superman 84 hour <laughs> mega. that made it thank goodness that's a great episode it's like 14 terabytes it's a great episode audio. in our backlog the best part of that episode is your 15 minute speech at the beginning i'm glad you, by far because you turned it off after that I, right i could ian and his friend <laughs> in the park uh, stoner stoner bill brandon i turned it off <laughs> you heard it here brandon jim thinks you're a stoner yeah Anyways, so okay, so you you talked about Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Now let's talk Switch. Switch. Where the fuck are the Switches at? 
This thing came out three months ago. I saw one at GameStop. I still have not seen any in the wild, so to speak, so, on store shelves. This is still further proof that Nintendo likes to intentionally gimp their stock. Why? I don't understand why. Because it's a weird... I don't understand. It's... I don't understand. They don't charge more for it. It doesn't value anything more. I, I don't understand it. It's a weird Japanese culture thing. They if, do. They just it, people just say that that's a Nintendo like move. And if they had stock available, I might have gone out and already bought this thing. But because I knew that there wasn't going to be no stock, I held off. There's you know two three games on it I want to buy. I did make you the best brother ever, though. You did. You so. did make me the best brother ever. There. We'll get to that story in just a second. But I want to play Zelda and I want to play Mario Kart right now. Oh, and so good. And what was the other one? Shovel Knight. And that's it. Yeah, I could Shovel care less. Knight remastered's really fun. Master Blaster, which you probably don't care about. Uh, there's a lot of good Switch games. Uh, Fast RTX, that's a racing game you played. Yeah, I did play that one. That's a, that RMS. seemed interesting. Um, but if I got Mario Kart, why do I need that one? I see what you're saying. Because. I got a racing game, right? Because. <laughs> just because. So, yes. No, I just, I just feel like the support is just not there. Well. In terms of software, I'm not, nothing is on my horizon. They have of games that have come out other than like the big Nintendo, the two big Nintendo games. I will say I have probably logged over a hundred hours in Breath of the Wild, and my character is pretty well maxed out. There's still a lot of little side quests I like piddle with and try to figure out what to do, and um, but it's such a time sink and it's so fun. And every time you think like I want to do something, you forgot how to do it. It's just this really cool moment. So to me, I knew when I got the Switch, there wasn't really anything for it but that. But I had faith in what I'd seen that they put to put in that game. That I'm like, if this is the only game that comes out until Mario Odyssey, take my money. And that's pretty much the only game yeah. I play, and I don't regret it one bit. I mean, I really feel like the Switch, if it gets more third-party support and other game, other types of games on there, is really made could be made for me, because. Think about it. Let's think. About Here, it. Here's why, I guess, was what, I, is what I'm thinking. Tell me. I'm going to go on travel a little bit more frequently with this new program. Hey. Okay. So a Switch makes it easier to game on the go. A game on the go. And I'm constantly being barraged by my wife not to head upstairs into the man cave to watch something with her downstairs. I'm in. Or, you know, <laughs> whatever. She doesn't listen to this stuff. How do you know? You know, so I'm figuring we could have on The Bachelorette. And I could be gaming on my Switch, playing Zelda or Mario Kart, and still kind of be participating. So we have a slew, Rachel and I have a slew of what we call cell phone shows that we watch casually in the background while we sit there in silence. Bachelor, Bachelorette is one of those um, bullshit. Flash was that way for a while, Arrow was that way for a while, where it's like, it's on in the background, and I look up, like, oh, that's neat. And then she's like, oh, that's neat. And then we're back on our (laughs) minds. But we're listening. (laughs) No one's talking. But yeah, those are those are great Switch shows, and um, it looks just as good on the screen as it does on the on the you know plugged in tablet mode, whatever. And uh, I say totally get it, do it. We'll see, we'll see. I got other things I need to get before I get a new piece of uh, gaming hardware. True, but keep in mind you won't really buy any games for it. You're buying one game. That's right, I'm buying two games. You'll be set for life, and that's it. I need like my uh, grills going out. I need a new gas grill. I got you know stuff to do so, in the front with the landscaping. I gotta buy. So to close the loop, I sold. So back. So back Switch. to making me the best brother ever. I sold my Switch to your brother at cost. Well, you bought 
how many you pre-ordered how many switches when it came out seven from every site available walmart target best buy and how many fulfilled their pre-orders one (laughs) one which was what amazon GameStop, believe it. GameStop is the one that ships to your door? Believe it or not, GameStop came through. Best Buy canceled on me, Target, Amazon, Walmart. And you got your second one because your sister pre-ordered one at the Nintendo store. got it at the Nintendo store on launch day. Sister-in-law, excuse me, let's be clear. Yeah, same thing. All right. Um, Yes. But yes, you were nice enough to say, hey, it's available. I remember you talking to Ben and going, Ben, are you interested? And he was kind of like, oh, let me see. I don't know. And I was like... You scooped it up. My brother was like, you know anybody you guys got a Switch? I said, Jim has an extra one. He was like, I want it. I was like, let me text him. Within seconds, the money was PayPal, and I had it in the mail the next morning. I think because you were selling it at cost, you moved it so quickly. Nice family. You could have sold it higher on eBay or whatever, but... Yeah, hey. no. I'm That's glad. the type of gamer you are. Hey, you got your money back. Hey. You're happy. It's a wash. It's He's right. happy. Everyone's happy. He's scared, except for Brenda does that one. Yeah, I just don't understand the strategy <laughs> of. So yeah, I their hardware so hard to find. I don't understand why they do that. Um, they did that with Amiibo. They did that with the 3DS with all the variants that came out. The Midnight variant, the Legend of Zelda, uh, Ocarina of Time one, or uh, Link to the Past, the Majora's Mask Collector Edition, which is the one that I have. They only released like three or four of them. And then you got to like beg, borrow, and steal. There's forums that are set up. Back when I had Facebook, there was a Facebook Amiibo Hunter where people would take pictures like, hey, I'm at Best Buy and there's three pits. It's like, can you buy it? I'll meet you in the parking lot and pay you 10 bucks. Wow. Like, it was a legit thing. Um, they still do this. I really blame it on this Japanese culture. I don't understand it. There's some logic behind it, but that is such a Japanese-centric based like philosophy, from what I understand. I get. I wonder if it's because um, they create this demand by not having any stock, probably, and therefore when it comes in, it sells out instead of them having stock sit on the shelves. That could be. Plus, returned. it makes it look good that it's like the hot thing to get. But yeah. At some point, like the supply and demand, like you have to have the supply. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they canceled the NES Classic. The after, little plug and play thing, and, and after are, what it was four months, it was out. I five? think they sold less than two, like two point two million. was like the final number, which was dumb. And everybody wanted one. It was like, I want, I want this. There were way too few games on there for it to truly be like and what I, build, something that I wanted. And I you could do what Ben and I did and build a retro pie, right? For Sixty bucks and have every game ever, ever. for like fourteen consoles, exactly. Nintendo included. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand Nintendo, which Me is kind of why I'm like, I don't really want to support this company. I understand. If they're going to be, uh, you know, weird about shit. Yeah, I understand. It's just strange. Money talks. And obviously, they don't have their online store set up, right? The retro shit. Correct. There. So, they're still not certain if they're going to do retro. Uh, uh, they call it NES Classic Virtual Console. I can't believe why they wouldn't put that on the um, Switch. That's perfect. I know. All those um, Game Boy Advance games. I would buy those games for like the 50th time because I bought them on the Wii. I bought them on the Wii U. I'd buy them again. I bought them on the uh, 3DS. Uh, I don't understand it. Like, um, I would love to play Metroid Fusion on that screen. Oh it would God, be beautiful. That would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know what their problem is. Um, their online service, they were going to put it out this year. They've delayed it till next year. It's going to be $20 a year. Uh, $20 a year? So that's just the chat feature? Yes, 20 bucks a year. To play online and this cockamamie 14-wire uh, cell phone. So instead of being 60 a year and having it built be built into the console... Like their competitors, Sony and Microsoft, if they're gonna charge you twenty, and I bet that little uh, extension cord doohickey is gonna be forty bucks. Probably. They're gonna charge you for the hardware. So they found they, a way to make a hardware solution so have, to a software solution. Yes. 
they that ha- they should have already had in their hardware. Right. And they haven't yet identified what other perks you're going to get uh, with the subscription. They started detailing some stuff. Um, at one point, they said they were going to give away a classic game a month, but it was only playable for that month. And then they said, well, we'll, yeah, give, that, we'll give it to you forever. I remember that. That was some know. bullshit. That was like, like... Give me Ice Climbers. It's What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> the game's 13. Like, oh, we're, it was more like, the, like along the lines old. of we're going to allow you access to this game right. for a month. So it's still not certain exactly. No one's 100% crystal clear on what they're doing. Um, what I would like to see is um, them to f- adopt a similar model like it's PlayStation just, and Xbox. It's and insane. Give us a couple free games. Put the online thing in there, whatever. Other than Splatoon right now, I guess you could play Mario competitively, but I think it's more fun single player because online it's kind of aggressive. But whatever. Um, but right now Nintendo doesn't really have that. There's no. I think partially, I think the service is ready to go. I think they don't have any justification behind it, so they're going to wait. It's bonkers that they didn't launch it. Like all this wasn't ready to go all at the same time. I know. It's very odd. It's almost like they rushed it to release Zelda. I mean, that's really, it's the Zelda console. It's still the Zelda console. Here we are five months later, whatever it is. I don't know. It's still yeah, the Zelda Yeah, three, because you got it in March. It's still... Seems longer. Yeah. And I still play it a lot. I carry it around everywhere I go. When I go to LA next week, I'm taking it with me. I was going to say, you're going to suck your battery down there playing there, standing in line for things probably. So if you play, depending on the game you play, you get longer time. So Mario Kart, I get about four and a half hours. And I have the external battery, which is for four full charges, so I could probably play indefinitely. Okay. But I'll probably be marking out, so it won't matter. <laughs> I'll be doing like, oh my god, take a picture. Take a picture of everybody. So yeah, so speaking of E3. Speak of E3. You are going to E3 this year. The dream, the 28-year dream. Your mecca trip is happening. Cashing in. This video game nerd is traveling to Mecca uh, in 2017. Uh, yes. So we got tickets to... I got one ticket to Xbox Fan Fest, which Rachel got and gifted to me. So I'm going to Fan Fest. What a lovely wife you have. She's great. I am going... That's not really degree. <laughs> she is great. Thank you. Next question. Um, yes, I love her very much. Uh, Xbox Fan Fest we're going to. We're going to the PC Gamer Show. We got tickets to the PlayStation E3 Theater Experience, which you also have. Yes, I will be attending that. Dying to hear your reaction. I mean, I feel like I'm going to call you afterwards and be like, tell me what you think. I'm going to be like, meh. Meh. Yeah, meh. <laughs> With that dumb emoji, it doesn't even look like you. Bitmoji. Meh. Sorry, they don't have my haircut. They really don't. Well, you got to petition that. Um... <laughs> So those are the three things that we got. Um, but the Xbox Fan Fest Day 2... Oh, and I'm going to the actual Xbox conference. The Xbox Fan Fest Day 2 is so during the PlayStation You will be conference. in the same room as Phil Spencer. Twice. When he announces Scorpio. I will stand up and show my belly. My <laughs> six-pack. <laughs> Your keg. My keg. Um, yeah, I will be there at the conference. And then after the conference, they're shuttling us to an undisclosed location... Full of virgins and pot. No. Um, we're in an undisclosed location where we're going to get to play the Scorpio. And it's like meet and greet. So I'm hoping I could get like a picture with like Major Nelson. Um, if uh, Rod Ferguson is there from Gears, I would freaking go nuts. If Andy Dudinsky, Bravo from Halo is there, I'd go even more nuts. I have no idea who's going to be there. 
Maybe Bonnie Ross will be there. Maybe no one. Will oh be yeah, there. I'm sure the lady in the pantsuit is gonna want to hang out with all you sweaty fanboys. Xbox is the new <laughs> water cooler. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's gonna be there. Like celebrity, they said they have a bunch of news, that, bunch of giveaways, bunch of promotions. It's a super ultimate thing. It was limited to 500 seats. So they're throwing all the stops into it, but this is like the definitive Xbox experience. So everyone says the rumor is we're getting, we're all getting Scorpios. And this I is, know that's this not is, true. This is based on what? Tell me this story again. From Everybody earlier. on NeoGaf is convinced some guy is like, oh, I work for Xbox. And he sent a blurry picture of what looked like an Xbox 360 box. He says it's the Scorpio box, and they're going to have them. The, the surprise announcement, Scorpio is going to come out a lot sooner than we think, and they're going to give us one or a voucher for one. And I said, no way. But they did give away Xbox One S's two years ago or last year when it launched. Last year. So, I mean, plausible, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm, I don't think so. I'm, what I'm really excited about, really about the Fan Fest, um, is to just be part of it and just like. I would really love to just meet Phil Spencer and Larry uh, Herb, Herb, whatever his name is. I guess I would need to learn his name before I meet him. I, I, I think it's Herb. Herb. And just to talk to them for five minutes, two minutes. Just shake their hand, say what I like, say what I don't like, and just say, hey, listen, you guys, I idolize you in a very bizarre way. Not like I have a shrine of your toenails <laughs> or anything. I, I mean, I have inspected the upstairs. There is no shrine. There are no toenails here. Um, There's no picture of Major Nelson or but, Phil Spencer. But, you know, it's, it's so funny how people you've never met, like Chris Cornell, who affect me in such a weird way. Say, moment of silence for the great Chris um, Cornell. This podcast is like, okay. Oh, man. That's a good you're, moment. You're bringing me down, man. Don't bring me, no, I cried. I told you I cried. I cried like a baby. Uh, um, I cry a lot. <laughs> this is the third time I mentioned I've cried. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Um, it's so crazy how like those guys are influential, so influential to me. Rod Ferguson from Gears. Like I loved Gears 4. I really loved it. It, it restored my faith in Gears. After Judgment, I was really upset. Gears 4 came out, knocked everything out of the park. Awesome story, awesome multiplayer, awesome horror mode, customization. A little stingy on the microtransaction stuff, but forget it. That's fine. Make your money. Um, love it. So just to be like, hey, dude, you have no idea what you mean to me, like, that would be cool as hell. So I'm excited for that. Waiting in line to play the Scorpio, honestly, I mean, I want to do it, but... Eh, I'll get around to it. It's I mean, coming out. me personally, I feel like the Fan Fest events... And there's another one on Sunday night, right? There's two. There's one right after the press conference on Sunday night, and then during Monday night's oh, Monday night. Sorry. PlayStation's conference, there's a second one. I feel like that time, both of those events, since it's only limited to 500, at least the first one, right. on Sunday I night. I they both are. It's, yeah. it's probably the same group of people. That would probably be the easiest way for you to get your hands on a Scorpio. Agree. And any of the new games that are announced during Microsoft's conference. Right. So obviously, because otherwise you're going to be waiting in line for like an hour or two hours. Which honestly, if you really think about what we don't know, what E3 is going to show, which I'll we'll talk about in a minute, but we don't know what's going to be there. Um, I'm sure I'll go see it again just for Rachel's sake of seeing it. But I can tell you, like when I got to play the PlayStation Four the first time I got to play it at the PlayStation Store. When they had it, I went right. there and played it. I played it for about 30 seconds. I go, I really want this. And I was done. 
I, I was like, I don't want to invest any more time in it. I want to. I want mine in my man cave, and I want it now. Right. So I don't need to go hold the controller. I'm sure it's the same. I think it'll be the same controller. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be prettier. It's going to be faster. Great. Whatever. I'm going to look at the hardware and go, man, it's a sexy piece of hardware. Oh, my God. Another VCR like my Forza (laughs) Xbox One is with a hand crank on the side. Whatever it is. Um, But I don't need to just – I don't need to play it for hours. So to me, honestly, the fan fest of like, hey, go wait in line and play a Scorpio. I'd rather go wait in line and be Phil Spencer. Yes, yeah, that's, that's spend your time wisely. That's do what you something. want. So I'm um, I'm hopeful that I get to interact with the people. I don't know how the setup is, so I'll, that's what I'm most excited about. I think um, secondary would be just the actual press conference of just the hype of you'll experience it when you go to the PlayStation experience, whether you love or hate. Mostly, I wouldn't say hate, but you're no. I'll I'll have a good time. Uh, you will you will be like the, the day we went to lunch with Harry and you will lose your <laughs> shit over the silliest things and scream and hoot and holler because everybody else is and you'll feed off the energy and it'll be a great experience. So a theater full of people, a lot of journalists who don't care, but the fans who are there that somehow got in, I don't know how the super fans that they handed tickets to, those are the guys that are going to lose their minds. And that's the people I want to be around. So that energy, I think, will be the most... The coolest part about all this. So talking about Scorpio, I want to speculate for a little bit. Yes. Now the Scorpio price. Just give me a number. Five ninety nine. You think it's gonna be six hundred bucks? Yeah. I I really think five hundred is the ceiling. We've seen this with the Xbox One. We saw it that even the PS4 Pro didn't exceed five hundred dollars. Wasn't that like four fifty? Three ninety nine, and they dropped the old PlayStation to two ninety nine. Okay, so even that was. So I paid four hundred for my PS four, and then they said, "Here's a new one," and then the four hundred became the three hundred one. Yeah. So even that didn't exceed five hundred. True. So I think five hundred is the ceiling on this thing. So we saw what happened Base. to the PS PS three when it launched this. Oh Launched at six hundred dollars. No, you're right. So but I think that- five hundred is the max, and if you don't have the connect in there. I don't know if it's going to be a little bit less. I think it would be nice if it was four hundred bucks, but I'm really thinking it's going to be five. Well, based on everything that I've seen from now, it's you never know because they get custom chips made. They have insane bargaining power based on sheer quantity, so you have to really factor that in. But everything that Digital Foundry when they did their huge like uh, live reveal, right. of it, which was just all a series of YouTube videos and articles and reading Ann and Tag and reading all these other like very reputable like Tom's hardware type stuff. Everything tells me that this hardware is gonna be next level stuff. It so, can't be cheap. So they're gonna sell it at a loss and they're gonna try to hook you in on the experience, but I don't know if somebody who never had an Xbox is gonna dive in. Now it's, reading all those specs, I read I think the first article that came out. I didn't read anything else after that. Okay. Does it is it going to be like as powerful as a starter PC? Like I'm not talking a souped up PC, right. a top of the line thing that can run at 120 frames. It'll just... be comparable to the computer I have now. Okay. Which is a upper like a mid-tier computer. But You've played my computer. It's pretty badass. Looks great. Looks great. It's pretty badass. Runs things I mean, great. I, I'm running Doom. On, I'm Doom. I can run Doom four at about 118 frames a second. Played Overwatch at 60. Overwatch solid fantastic. 60. No hiccups. With yeah. V-Sync. Smooth as crystal shit. Crystal clear. Um, so that's the kind of stuff you're talking about. Now, what the problem that Xbox has had, and this is what still scares me, and I did a ton of videos on this, and this is something that I'm so nervous about. 
is their user interface is garbage. To be fair, I liked the tiles I'm glad. the last time. I like the interface now. It's not so much the look. What I don't like about it is the resource drain that it is. Because they, if you remember back when they were talking about the Xbox One, when it was launching years ago, and they talked about, well, it's really like three OSs in one. You yeah, have like I remember the that. Store OS, and then the real OS, and then the game OS. That stuff lagged. That's why, why they pulled the connect. Why does the store OS need to be running? I have I don't no. Know. I, I don't understand how they do their kernels or their chipsets or whatever you want to call it, like their software type packages. Um, what scares me though is. One of the reasons why, going back to the Switch for a second, there's nothing to that UI. But you're not buying it for the UI. You're buying it to play games. That's what PlayStation did right. And that's, I think, one of the big reasons why PlayStation's superior right now is because it's a no-frills OS. Put the game in and go. Cut all the crap. You think back to like the original Xbox One. You think back to the PS1. PS2 even. Put the disc in and play the game. There's no... Right, yeah. Store. Yeah, you want to have a store, I get it, that's fine. You want to have a friends list, your community stuff, the achievements, snapping, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but, but they took the snapping away. Okay, you're right. Snapping's gone. So but, they're not going to... The only thing that's running in the background now when you're playing your games is if you're doing Skype. Which is fine. Which I do frequently uh, on the Comic Timing Podcast. If you're listening to me and Ian, then I'm typically playing an Xbox game and I'm talking through my headset. Right. Um... Or if you're playing background music, so if you're running Pandora, no, or and if they ever fucking launch Spotify, that would be great. And I think some of that stuff is great. I just worry that... But they shouldn't have to have everything no. else running in the background. And that's why I still maintain, for this to be successful, you need to really redesign the OS and make it as bare bones as possible. I do like, though, how you can launch into an app, and then back into the game you were playing and have the game relaunch Correct. right where it started. You don't have to go through all the loading screens of like, here's the 50 developers that worked on Injustice 2. There's 15 names on here of studios that worked on it. And, you know. Blinker, Blink Interactive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, W-Y. So many people. No, you're right. So, but I still maintain the price is going to be higher than people expect. And I think there's going to be a, some sticker shock there. But if it does what people think it's going to do, and for me... I want it better frame rates, I don't care about resolution, then I'm sold. And I think people are gonna see the performance of a PC. You can't build my computer for 600 bucks, I'll tell you that. My right. monitor alone is 300. Like, you just can't build a PC for that. Like, um, but I think if you could get that performance at a reasonable, like four or $500 price, it's, it's, it's gonna be very hard to get. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Everybody's talking about 4K right. and 4K60, and I think that what people need to realize is is that 4K at 60 frames a second is not a reality. No, it's not. On console. It's not. I don't know if it's a reality on PC. If you get dual Titans and you're, you spend about five grand on your rig, you could do it. <laughs> so that's like less than 1%. A super PC can run 4K at 60. Super, super, super insane. Probably even like a quad... Processes. Like if you just go, I guess for to understand what we're talking about, go and look at like the frame comparisons to like when they on your computer say 4K versus 1080, and see if there's like an image where they'll show a 4K image and then how big that 1080p image is. Yes. Inside yeah. and it, it sounds like it's just four times the number of pixels, but I think really it's like 
8 to 12 times the number of pixels. It's significantly larger. It affects the field of view. It and it, You think of all the things that games do well now. Particle, lighting, physics. All that kind of stuff is a resource hog. Yeah. You know, and plus, to do it at 60 frames, you got to render oh it twice. God. Yes. Because I, I don't see... Yeah, I don't see how they can... It's going to be 4K at 30 or... Even if it's overkill, 1080 at 60, fine. I don't care. Just... Burn the extra cycles and put two ads on your store instead of one. I don't care. Like, if you could get a six, if they could come out, if Phil Spencer come on and say any game that wants to support a sixty frame a second at ten eighty, we got it. If you want to bring it to my console, yeah, and you want to do that, I mean, people will just go nuts. Splooge City, no doubt about it. I guess what is I'm hesitant on there. Like, I'm interested in the Scorpio. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to be something that's a worthwhile investment for me if it's just 1080p60. Even though I don't have a 4K television, gotcha. they're going to have to sell me on something more than just 1080p and 60. And I don't know if they're really going to do that. I think where they can shave some costs is if they're true to their word about reutilizing old hardware, about like all your devices will work if they sold just the console. Mm-hmm. I think you can save a little money there. Like, don't buy a second controller. Right. No, it just comes with just the box. There's no con- There's no controller included. Right. Um, I guess you would need device cables. But even maybe just, I don't know, maybe just a power brick in the console, no HDMI cable, like no headset, no controller. Yeah, yeah. Like, use your old stuff, and we're going to knock $50 off the price or something, like a core and a lead or something. Yeah, I don't know. That would work. I mean... That would help, I think, the cost. But I, I would be shocked if it was any less than 500 I think 500 might be low. Seriously. That could be totally off base. I don't know. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And as far as, like, franchises, I don't know what the fuck they're going to talk about. Obviously, so, we're going to hear about Crackdown. Because we haven't heard from that since Gamescom so, the year prior to last. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you saw the video Rachel and I did. I did. Uh, I think Crackdown is that cloud service, but that's going to be in the Scorpio now. So instead of in the cloud, it's, it's the nine teraflops or six teraflops. Xbox has a real... Xbox is in a weird place because after Phil Spencer made the announcement that we're pulling out of third-party developer and we're bringing everything in-house, that was about three years ago. Yeah, so they should have a ton so of new IP to show. a crap ton of new stuff. If they do not, it's like, what have you guys been doing? Right. I don't want to see another... I mean, I'm sure we'll see another Forza... Forza 7 is all but confirmed at this point. Really? Um, yeah, they seem to alternate every other year. Um, we know Crackdown. I can't imagine Crackdown wouldn't be coming. We, there's no Gears that already came out. No Gears. Um, sketch. If anything, I'm wondering about, like, the Halo said we have a little bit something for so you. So Sketch, who's the community manager of Halo, has announced that there will be no Halo 6. There will be no Halo 3 remastered. We have something special to announce. And if it's a fucking Halo Wars 2 DLC character... I will pee on the stage. You it's probably it. just a no-duh thing of like Halo 5 will support Scorpio. We'll update it to be 1080-60, which they already run at during game pl- or uh, multiplayer. It's 1060 now. I don't know what they can do. Maybe they can do 4K-60, but I mean, unless you're buying a new TV right now, you've got pretty much got a 1080p yeah, like TV. It's going in the wrong direction. You, you know, they always talk about launch titles. Launch titles, launch titles, launch titles. You always got to have launch titles. Yes, the Switch did not have a lot of launch titles. I think they had six. Right. Bomberman. Bomberman. Zelda. Zelda. Fast RTX. Uh, Snipperclips? Was that Snipperclips one? was a launch title. That was a good game. Um, but you look at that, right? 
and you say, you know what? Um, Zelda was so good. It doesn't matter. So all they need is something to just blow your mind. If Crackdown 3, and I played the first Crackdown and I didn't really care for it. Um, if that's something that's like, holy shit, you could do every, you know, you can go in every building and every room and everything's physics based, blah, 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 then you might get my attention. But if it's anything short of like a rock star esque open world, then I think that console, I'm not going to say it's doomed, but I think the hype deflates significantly. Right. So they have, and keep in mind too, yes, they're going to want to sell stuff for the Scorpio, but like everybody's still got an Xbox One right. or an Xbox One S. Like, what about us? So if they're going to do this thing where like all the games work on everything, you better really have a core experience that's pretty badass. Well, that's why I'm like the PS4 Pro. I haven't heard shit about it since it think, launched. Yeah, exactly. Because there's just not what what's there's been nothing that's like you have to have this. So that's where you get these weird these 0.5 generation consoles where it's not really an upgrade, but it's not you know like it's a lateral upgrade. Is this going to be the Sega Genesis 32X? CD. It's this. Yeah, exactly. No, you're exactly right. And I don't know. That's what scares me. I mean, yeah, it's easy to get hyped about it and say, "Oh my God, it's a new console." Yeah, that's always the thrill. But I'll tell you, the play, the PlayStation Four Pro, as Mark Cerny was droning on, and I was slowly losing consciousness, I kept thinking, "Where is like, where's the stuff?" Say one thing about Xbox is they know how to put on a show yes. for a press conference, even if you want to shit on the first Xbox One reveal. It still gave you enough clips that you could put together a TV, 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 sports, 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 sports. Uh, YouTube montage. Whereas, like, you can't do that with the Sony no, I agree. PS4 Pro thing. No, I agree. Um, so that's what scares me is that they have to have some killer hardware and software. And it's, and it's going to be hard to show because it's going to be streaming on all these things and only that, at 1080p. And that is where the... Now, I know at the theater they'll have 4K. So I'll be able to, like, what? right there in the theater but i'll tell you what um that playstation 4 pro conference fell so flat because he's like look at this and then he's like before and after i'm like it's the same right but even that ps4 pro conference like it looked like i don't know what they had for the audience to see but it looks like their sony found the biggest 4k tvs they could put them on stage and that's what they had to look at like i was reading some things afterwards about it and they were like yeah it was really hard to see in the room as well because all we had were the monitors that you saw on stage so maybe fan fest is great because i can actually see the yeah yeah maybe i mean i i think it's doubtful that they're going to project be able to project a 4k 60 right screen on a you know from a giant projector i just worry i'm sure they exist but i'm sure it's difficult and expensive I just worry that they're going to put too many eggs in this 4K basket, and it's just like VR. It's a fringe technology that a small subset of a small subset of people even have or care about, and you still have a larger audience that's like, where's all the games, dude? Like, I mean, I mean know, another blow, thing. Blow my mind away with Xbox One games. PSVR. Silence. Radio silence. So PSVR just announced it that launched. Six months ago, last fall, I know they moved like a million or two they million units. They just announced today. Oh, today. Breaking news. Breaking news. One million units old. One million units old. And that's... Now, people say that's a great adoption rate. It's it's better than Vibe. It's better than Oculus. I don't know what the numbers are. Right, care. but compared to 40 million PS4s in the wild, it's a really low number. So, other than Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, there's been no reason to have it. 
they still call them the experiences. Right. And there's been nothing on the horizon. Nothing. So I think, I, I, I think VR is dead. I maintain it's dead. If Microsoft's smart, they're not going to talk about VR. They're not going to mention it because it's a dead technology. I, I think they will mention it because I, I remember when the Scorpio launch, te- or not launch, the teaser video last year just announcing that, yes, this thing is real. Mr. Todd Howard from Fallout Motherfucking Four, which was going to be the next great video game, which turned out to be a shit show. Oh. Shit show. Was talking the, about the pit, pit boy, boy over there. Was talking about the uh, can't wait to get Fallout Four on the Scorpio in VR. Woo! And everybody lost their minds. So I wonder if they're going to talk about an Oculus partnership. That goes all. back to again on the Scorpio, like. If they say, here's what Scorpio does. The game looks great on Xbox One slash Xbox One S. And it will look the same on Scorpio, but with VR. Like, that, all that processing power. Forget the 4K. We're going to make it like a VR process instead. And we're not going to need... You're not going to need a brain box like you do on the... I was going to say, if, as long as there's not another brain box. You don't need a brain box like you have on the PlayStation VR. It's all in the console. And you just plug this little USB in and boop, you get VR. And that's the big sell. I will cry. Isn't how... Isn't that... I, I mean, how be do, on the stage. How do the VR headsets work on PCs now? Um, everything is built in. Okay, so it's built in the software and not the headset. They're, they don't have a brain box either. No. Yeah. You just plug the USB in, and that's yeah, it. Shit ton of USB cameras all around your head. And, right. Yeah. yeah Tripods. Yeah. All the processing is done in the console or in the case. Oculus on Scorpio requires a Connect purchase. Oh, they bring the Connect back. <laughs> You thought we had forgotten. <laughs> they blow that guy, uh, Kubla Connor, the really crazy guy. He's like, look, the bottom of my shoe. You know, hey, to- as long as they don't bring out any of the Splatoon two guys from the Switch reveal. Oh my god! Oh my god! They'll be miles above no, any of their competition. Welcome to no creeper land. <laughs> no creepers. No crazy guys. No kids reading storybooks. No shitty demos. No snaps. No snaps. We're gonna switch. What we need is legit, like PlayStation today uh, on a press conference, Sean Layton, who you will learn to love in less than a week. He will have your baby. Or you'll have his baby. Whatever. Babies will be made. He announced, hey guys, just to let you know, we just wrapped up our first take of our E3 press conference. Uh-huh. And by the way... You're going to hear me talk for less than two minutes. Right. So that's going to be the same All games, baby. Same thing as last boom, year. Boom, boom, boom. Trailer after trailer after year of fucking motherfucking dreams. <laughs> it's, everyone's going to lose their mind. Gabe will come in in a helicopter. I mean, at that Half-Life point... Half-Life 3 splooge fest. I'm telling <laughs> oh. you. Oh, uh, that's one thing we did talk about. If Scorpio launches with a Half-Life 3 launch title, if, it will win the world. Could you imagine if... Okay, you know how like they say, like Phil Spencer comes out and he's like, hey, Scorpio's really good. And now I want to pass it over to a dear friend of mine. Right, yeah, he always Gabe does that. Gabe Newell. Everyone's like, Gabe <laughs> Comes in down from the middle of the arena. He flies in on a... Jetpack. On a jetpack. A very large, two jetpacks. Or a water jetpack. He's a big boy. A couple jetpacks. There's a giant pool down the middle of the <laughs> of the arena, and you're like, "What the hell is that for? Are they gonna bring, are they relaunching Hydro I was Thunder? Say Hydro? I was just getting ready to say Hydro. No, 
It's the landing area for Gabe Newell's water jetpack. It's Thunder in Paradise 2017. Hulk Hogan and that other guy, I don't know his name, are coming back for one special episode. And that little girl who's not like 50 now, tracks on her arms. Ugh. I used to be somebody. Okay, so... <laughs> but yeah, so that is where I think Xbox really needs to hit it. Because you know they're going to have to talk about the H, the VR stuff, or right. uh, the Scorpio hardware stuff. Yes. But they got to just... They gotta get past that and get to games. You want to look at a good console reveal? Go back and watch Andrew House talk about the PlayStation Four. That's a good that's the British reveal. guy. That's the British guy where he comes out and he's like, and I can't think of the uh, Jack Trent, Jack Trent and Andrew House tag team. You want to trade games? Trade games. You want to do this? Do this. You want to do this? Do this. And the price is this. Get the fuck out. And that was the end of the conference. And it was like, holy shit, two ninety nine, two ninety nine, nine nine. Right, so like, that's what they need. so they need to come out and say, hey, you guys, the Scorpio came out. You saw the digital foundry stuff. Who cares? This is what it looks like. This is what it costs. Roll that beam footage. Yeah, beautiful beam footage. And then it's like, Brrr. and then just game after game after game. That is how it's gonna. That is how E three is won. I don't think it will happen because Xbox has never done that in the past. I've always felt their conferences were strong. They're okay. entertaining to watch. They don't f- focus on boring stuff like sports unless they do sometimes. Think of the way, okay, Mr. Like Johnny on the spot. But uh, going, going, I want to comment on the PlayStation thing. If it's okay. trailer after trailer after trailer, or lie, yes. Why do number one, PlayStation need to spend so much money to have it in a in a theater at E3? Why not have a, like a Nintendo like event, a direct? Hmm. If all you have is trailer, 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 trailer. Think of how huge that stage is, and and last year's stage was enormous. Yeah. Big video screens. Trailer, trailer, trailer. Why waste your money? I mean, and, the, and then even the E3 experience. Trailer, 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 trailer. Uh, it'll look great on the t- on the movie screens, but nobody's gaming rig is going to look as good as the movie screens. No, I agree. I agree. So what, in, the, in, that, in that case, like, if that's what you're going to do, why, why are you even having the event? I, see, I, I understand that, but being a fan of, like, everything again, because I'm really back into Xbox... What PlayStation did last year was fucking mind-numbingly awesome. And if Xbox can emulate half of that, that'd be awesome. But think of all the time that's wasted when they go, now I'm going to introduce, you know, Willy Wonka. And they're like, hey, everybody. And they play the da na 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 like Prodigy old music. There's like some old shitty music. The guy comes out and is like, hey, everybody, you having a good E3? Yeah. All right, well, my name is Willy Ritten. Yeah. You can see it on the screen. We your fucking name. I worked on a game for the last five years. We're really proud of this. And okay, now we've wasted three minutes times 14. Oh, there's three more fucking games you could have showed me. But instead, everyone's got to get their two minutes in the spotlight and, you know, do, 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 come on out. And like, so I could see, yes, that is a more traditional conference. This is my name. This is my game. This is my product, blah, blah, blah. But I think the inverse of that is just don't give me time to react. Just nail me with awesome over and over and over. And it's like, I'm still reeling from The Last Guardian, and now you're showing me fucking Midgar and Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm, like, pissing my pants. Oh, Last Guardian. Gee, what a fucking masterpiece that was. Not. the world. Not. I already told you. Fell flat. I already told you. Fell flat. I already told you that that is my new favorite game of all time. It's untouchable how good that was. If you can't hear me rolling my eyes, they're rolling real fucking hard. (laughs) Oh well, we can't all be we we can't all be UAFC, Brent. All right. Okay? Well, speaking of UAFC, <laughs> let's go over there quick. 
we know Battlefield Battlefront Two is coming. Um, Battlefront, and that's predicted to be their big game. Yes, Do you, and that has a and. single player campaign. Do you think they will have a second Star Wars game at this press conference? Because you know that Amy Hennig of uh, Naughty Dog or whoever the fuck has been working on a Star Wars game, third person action game or something. Are we going to see that this year announced? Or is it going to come out like March next year? You know, I would love to see tandem Star Wars games. Will there be a Bioshock for Apology? Oh, is this called? Is it called Bioshock <laughs> Short the Apology? New expansion, the Apology. Oh my God. Um, okay, what do I expect from EA? I know. Oh. I know you talked about it. I just. I just no, want to no, see. No, no, do you no, think no, two no, Star Wars no, you're games? Right. Okay. No, only because you look at what they did with how Titanfall got shafted. Well, they didn't launch it in March. They launched it right before Battlefield 1, which everybody said was a mistake. Look what it did. It did nothing for them They shoot to it. launch it in the fall. That's my point. That's my point. You look at what happens when they release similar games around the same time. And you look at... They, they had a Battlefield 1 launch, and then... I don't remember which order came from. I don't know if Titanfall came in Battlefield. All within like two weeks, they called right. Duty Battlefield Titanfall, two of which were EA games. And it's like, that's really dumb. So... Them competing with themselves is dumb because well, I'm not saying tandem. I'm saying like launch. What, like no, we know, know Battlefield's know, gonna know, know. Battlefront. Um, it's gonna launch in the fall. Second Star Wars game launches March or even May because Han Solo is gonna move comes out in May. I would love to see Star Wars is a big enough universe with enough characters, especially after the latest movies and all this kind of stuff that's kind of reinvested in people's minds. Where you could totally make tons of tandem games that have nothing to do with anything else. You could have the Jedi Academy reboot. You could have a pod racer. Agreed. You could have Chewie's Barbershop experience. Whatever you want, right? Like, you could have all these games running in parallel that could be totally separate from each other. And they would sell if they hit their niche correctly. If they're all going to be shooters and one's third person and one's first person, eh, maybe you'll lose me a little bit. So, I, so in that sense, if they can... Keep it original, I say go for it. Why not? The one I'm excited about, we know, okay, see, I don't know if I'm excited for Battlefront because the last one wasn't that great. It looked awesome, it was a beautiful game. This is, this is what I always talk about with shooters is like, you gotta have a story to get you invested in the mechanics. True. In the world. I agree. Because Titanfall 1, good gameplay. Point, yeah, you weren't right. invested in the world You're because absolutely. you did not spend six to eight hours with any particular set of characters. You're 100% right. I mean, Battlefront 1 and 2 uh, on the PS1 and Xbox didn't have campaigns, I don't think. But they had like some sort of mission storyline, right? They had it was they, I, they had some sort of single player yes, thing. Yes, they did. But it was like you read something, but then you basically like right. Emperor's blowing up the planet, and then you play the same level you would play normally, but at least you're right. There was some dialogue. I agree with you. I I, I think you're right. I think that would help um but they just need, I don't know, there's got to be more mechanics. Like, there's got to be more to it. It was such a bare-bones game. A beautiful game, but very bare-bones. I mean, I, they're going to have the single-player story that spans from the end of Jedi to, um, you know, Force Awakens. The, there's like 30 to 40 years in that story they're going to be able to cover. But you know the prediction is that the, the girl you play as, or at least one, I don't know if this is gender-bender, but they show that girl looking up and seeing the Death Star blown up and getting pissy. Yes. By the end, she's, she's a good guy. Possibly, I don't Wild know. Wild internet prediction. 
I don't know. I hope not. I hope uh, they stick with no, the Empire. No, I do too. I do too. But you look at because uh, how how many World War II games do you get to play as a Nazi? Look at the Force Awakens games. Zero. Where you start off with Star Killer and then at the end he's not a good guy. Yeah, that's true. You're a fucking Star Killer. You're not Star Maker. Force Unleashed. Whatever. Force Unleashed. Right. Anyway. I agree. Okay. Um, but so, the other one, the EA one you didn't talk about that I'm super excited about is the reboot for Need for Speed. I went wide-eyed because when's the last time anybody cared about Need for Speed? That's my point. Need for Speed made a name with Need for Speed Underground, yes. and I never heard anything about it after that. I agree. I saw the games, but I agree. There were they never had a moment Concur. unless they, unlike they did with Underground, which I think tied into the racer mod culture that Fast and the Furious tapped into, and both those things kind of like coalesced into this perfect thing and right. the game was good and it tapped into that and Fast and the Furious tied into you know tapped into that same thing so, and that culture was burgeoning and I don't know where that culture is now. So for me that's what I think of when I think Need for Speed. I don't think of anything else okay, that they've so tried the original since then. Need for Speed was amazing because it was such a good PlayStation 1 racing game. Um, really pretty car design, car customization, tons of cars. I still remember the code, T-S-Y-B-N-S. That's what gives you the Warrior, which was a car with maxed out stats, which was amazing. But the thing I think you're forgetting is, did you see the trailer for the new Need for Speed? I did not. If you watch it and you don't know it's Need for Speed, it looks exactly like a Fast and the Furious trailer. So exactly what you just said, that's what it looks... Now, do they have you jumping out of a plane on an endless runway? I don't know what the... uh, (laughs) Do they have a submarine coming up from the ice chasing after tanks in a Ferrari? They show a car in a tunnel getting sideswiped by like a semi-truck and a lot of explosions and it looks like there's some kind of grand betrayal. Like, it's hard to say, but I mean, Need for Speed is one of those games that like people remember playing it, but there's not anything specific about it that like stands out. Like Hot Pursuit was okay, but it wasn't great. So I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm optimistic that, you know, they've put out a lot of good things. EA seems to have reinvested in some of the single-player stuff. Mm-hmm. Love Titanfall's campaign, Titan, or Titanfall 2's campaign. They're bringing one with Star Wars. Put that element in Need for Speed, and I think you have a home run on your hands. I'm, I'm curious why they haven't just licensed Fast and Furious. No, I agree. Those That's- characters. Because you had the Forza thing, Fast and Furious. It was like a standalone unit. Yep. You downloaded a section of the Forza 2 map, uh, Horizon 2 map, and had a couple of cars. You did a couple of right. missions, and then that was it. That was it. And I think, if, I think if you had the whole game, you could use those cars throughout. So actually, yeah. So I'm playing Horizon 2 right now, and you can buy all the cars as standalone DLC. So like, if you want to drive like Dom's Challenger or whatever... You can get it. And right. It's like stylized. Because, and, but the reason I said that is if they want to do a storyline, like what Injustice did to harken back is they had character, character, here, here was I think the secret of a superhero fighting game that people got invested in. You had characters that people knew already that they were already invested in. You put them in a situation, you twisted them, right? And then they were hooked for the storyline for your game. True. So if you did a similar thing with Fast and Furious... Mm-hmm. It takes place between three and four, or you know, before um, something else. Right. 
you know, you don't have to involve Paul Walker because he's dead. Whoa! Um, just, you know, he's not available. You could get his brothers maybe to get involved if they want to do that thing, but to do, like, CG voice capture like they did to replace him in Fast 7. Creepy. I don't know. I just don't think that if you have characters that are just, hey, I'm a racer guy, and I'm Hispanic with my hat backwards, and I'm the tough black guy stereotype, and, oh, I'm the nerdy white guy stereotype... Like, I just don't think that that's going to grab people in terms of, like, a single-player thing if that's what they're trying to do. You might be right. So, I think... But I'm excited for it because the trailer got me thinking, like, what it could be. What it was, and maybe maybe we'll see a rise of glory. Maybe it'll be like, oh, this game sucks. It'll be like the crew, where they hyped it up. It's like, oh, my God, you can race with all the people. You can race around the world. And then you play it, and you're like... This right. I, I tried the crew. It, it was Games of Gold, and I tried it. And it, and it took me, like, an hour to get to the actual racing. There were so many cutscenes in that game, and like hold your hand bullshit. It's like, dude, I get it. I know how to drive a car in a game. You don't have to teach me. When I beta tested, it was that, terrible. And it looked so bad, and I was like, oh my god. It just I... took too long to get into the thing. I, I threw it. I was like, I'm done with this. No way. Don't. Was not interested. It might be a good game. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. It looks bad though. All right, so I want to hop over to Destiny. Yes, our favorite, our favorite I'm topic so on this show. I was gonna bring it up, but I wanted to, I wanted you to see it there before we jump over to like PlayStation and end it out. I want to touch on Destiny. Save the best two for last. Destiny Two was announced. It's coming in September, early September. September eighth. We've seen some gameplay. We've seen trailers. What do you think they have at E three? It will close out. No. It will open. You're gonna have a multiplayer suite. It will open Sony show. It will open. It's gonna close with Last of Us. It will open with Destiny Two. And they're going to show part of the raid, and you're gonna see more of the interaction with the character, like uh, Cade or Zavala or the the girl. I'm just kind of. I don't know if they're gonna show and anything that's that new. I feel like they showed us a lot of the story stuff. I think stuff. they're going to show us some of that, and then it's going to show how seamless your friends can jump in and out, and they're going to show you that clan thing in action. Space they're... battles? Do you think your ship does anything other than orbit? No. I don't think so either. I think your ship is... And especially how they completely cut it out. So you fast travel. Right, yeah. Now you just teleport. Um, they'll you probably teleport, show off some more just... gun porn. They'll show you what the exclusive PlayStation weapons <laughs> are. But, and I sigh too because... I told you. I'm a man of my word. I may get it for Xbox. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you haven't fulfilled this promise yet. So, it's hard to say because when Des... Okay, in terms of you and I, buddy. Okay. When you... Around January, your life is going to change again, right? Yes. And you're going to be gone. So, at best, I'm going to have... September, October, November, December is a holiday. You're going to go off and do family crap. So I have three good months of time with you, after which you will vanish, just like you vanished during the first time. Okay? It happens. Hey, I don't mind. But I got to think of me, okay? And I love you, but, comma, if I get it for the PC Master Race, I have so many single nerdy friends who will do nothing but wait for this game and play with it. But are they interested in it? No, that's what I have to work on. <laughs> um, honestly, okay, so I did have a fun time playing Destiny 1. I made a lot of friends on Destiny 1, a lot of IRL friends, and a lot of virtual friends that I made over the time. You will have Mike. 
But I love on Xbox. I love the Elite controller so much. Like I can't play a shooter without that controller. It's ruined me in a good way. It's so good. So it's like if I got it for PC, I'm not gonna use a keyboard mouse to use that controller. If I got it for Xbox, I'm which you're gonna lose though, because you're gonna be playing everybody with the the super duper mouses and oh, yeah. super duper keyboards at 60 frames a second or more. I know, and it's gonna look so good. It will, it will hinder you. The fact that Destiny isn't 60 frames a second breaks my heart, and the fact that Destiny does not have dedicated servers ruins their multiplayer. Well, now they're not dedicated servers; they're servers dedicated. To different events. Remember, they clarified. They said that at the event, and then everybody lost their minds. Oh no! I did. I was the first guy in line. My pitchfork. If you watch the video, <laughs> that pitchfork right in their face, in DJ's face. That's my pitchfork. The uh, and then they came out to clarify that they've apparently Bungie's done a lot of engineering on the back end to make sure that all of their servers, which host, I guess, like you host the story missions, are all on one server. The raids are all in one server. The pro or, um, public matches, these lost zones, they're all they all have their own server for that type of thing. If Destiny, but some what I'm confused about is how do you cross over from server to server in game? Okay, so that's got to be hard to do. Well, um, but I'm not a I'm not a programmer. I don't know. So I know that Destiny part of the Activision Blizzard family now, right? They talked a lot with the people from Warcraft who have been doing this for a very long time. It's a server phasing concept. It's seamless. You could be on any server and just it just merges in. They just phase in and phase out of reality. It works very well. It's a technology that they have done very, very well. It's like no loading time anymore. The days of like running down the hallway, it's like loading, like Half-Life, and then you wait. And, you know, load, that's gone. So well, depending on your PC running it. If they talked to... Um, the guys at Blizzard, which clearly they have, because not only is you know that part of the same family is coming to the Blizzard launcher for PC, coming on Battle.net for PC. Yes, um, which they call something else now. I think whatever doesn't matter. No, they, they called it Battle.net at the event. It used to be Battle.net, but they changed. They changed the Blizzard launcher. That's what it's called, the Blizzard oh. launcher. Whatever, who cares? So I knew something different. The point is, all that technology they did helps a ton because they were so ass backwards. But I. I don't think the tried and true dedicated server thing, not having that, I think that's going to hurt them. I've played so many games of Halo where it's so buttery smooth, perfect, it's amazing. There's no people teleporting, bouncing around, not like there was on Destiny. And that's what scares me. Um, and they're trying to make it an eSport, probably. Trying to make it an eSport at a game that's not 60 frames a second is suicide when guys are playing Counter-Strike at 300, 400 frames a second. Which are, I can't even register. Um, the... I, you can't, but that's the fidelity that people want now. 400 is obviously extreme, but like 60 is not like the destination. That's like your foot in the door. That's why Doom, a lot of people play 120. That's why Quake Champions is announced are doing a true 144 refresh rate. Like this stuff matters. Like people care. It looks, it's not like any one thing you point out. It's just the way you feel about the game. There's just a certain aura of, the way movement looks, it's more fluid. It's hard to explain without like showing you. But um, them going backwards to 30 frames a second is a horrible mistake. Horrible mistake. I don't know why they did it. I mean, I hope I hope Scorpio comes out and they're like, hey, here's Destiny Boom. 1080p 60. 
you know, I'll, fuck you, Bungie, traitors, bastards. Yeah, what if they said, like, yeah, the Scorpio, like, okay, your game was designed at 30, but we're going to overclock it. <laughs> that would be awesome. We'll do it our Just flip the switch. It might not be as stable, but we got... Turn up the power, maybe. Turn the juice. Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt um, it. I like, but I'm excited for everything Destiny. Everything they showed me is exactly what I wanted. Everything that we complained about, we're getting. Although I wish there was more of a true matchmaking. A raid okay, matchmaking. That's, that's what I was going to ask you. This uh, guided games thing yeah. sounds it's, just like a copy of what Xbox did for their entire platform. Yes. And It does. What I was unclear about is if you're in a clan, mm-hmm. right? You're in a clan and you... Maybe you're in a clan just to be in one, right? You're not really a part of the clan. A mooch. Then you would be a, a mooch. A mooch. A, a, a Brent. Where's the loot? A Brent. Where's my injustice to hey, get out of you here? You know, I play, I play Destiny pretty frequently, though. I clock in about once a month. At wow, least. pretty frequently. At least. Oh, my goodness. If Iron Banner's going on, I'll probably try and get to level 5. It starts tomorrow. Whoa! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But if there's stuff there that's calling me, that's new, like this new Destiny game, I'll probably be pretty active first three months, like you said. You better be. But, uh... Let me fucking know. If I want to raid, by my, not by myself, but if nobody in my clan is online... Am, am, but I'm part of a clan. Am I allowed? Am I going to be able to access the guided games? Because they talked about it like ah, it, these were solo players who weren't part of a clan who could then temporarily join a clan's game. And it was like, that doesn't really sound like matchmaking. That sounds like you have to have a clan that's organizing a game and already started it. And that's what bothers me about the way they're doing. You know, are, if you're part of a clan, are you not going to be able to join another clan's game? And this is what scares me about Destiny because we shouldn't have these questions after as much information has been released. Because they they can't just be normal like everyone else. They can't just say, "Hey, if you want to play, get in a queue, and we will find five other people." And poop, now you are playing. And good luck if you make it. Great if not, I can't tell you how many Warzone uh, firefights I've got my ass beat. Because the other freaking seven uh, Spartans on my team suck ass. But it's okay. I just re again and try again, and that's fine. Yes, raids are a little more complex, but the point is the same. Like, let put the tools in there and let the players sort it out. And you're going to figure out who's good and who's bad, and you're just going to start weeding people out. And when you put this guided games and all these stupid spins on things, it's like, no, forget that. Just do regular matchmaking because it works. That's why people still use it. It's like, and it makes sense. They're just insisting on this community aspect of it, which is like, which isn't there. I I don't feel it. Like, uh, no, I don't. I I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't go. Oh, the bungee forums. Oh, we're all one family. That's dumb. That's like what? Like what percentage of your people are actually doing this? They already said like you know a small percentage of players actually played the raids on Destiny One, and they're trying to increase that. Well, I don't think this clan thing is going to be the solution. No. I think it's just... I think they need to... If they want to include stuff like that as a cool gimmick, fine. And if you want to blame it on the last-gen consoles right. on Destiny 1, that's fine. But there should be no excuse on the next-gen That's what I think. Consoles. If you want to have... If you want to put in these goofy little gimmicks of, like, guided clans and all this other stuff, fine. But there should still be an option in there for just... We're going to put you in a queue and find five other people who are doing the same thing right now. Good luck. Maybe your light level is three times theirs. Maybe it's not. Whatever. Figure it out. I mean, like... That's fine. If you want to have the raid and then three months, two months later after it launches, 
Because I know there's all this stuff about the first to finish the raid and figure out all the goddamn puzzles. Like, okay. would it fucking kill you two months later to put the objectives right. as a little text that your ghost says or something? Yeah. Like, instead of the, the blind, figure it out. And you can turn that, I'm sure you can make it so, turn that option on or off as Here's you're going through it. the question. How much of your ghosts did you actually see in the trailers? Uh, I don't think we saw any. You said you lose your powers, it. and your ghost is the guy that resurrects you in the first game. So they get rid of the ghost? No, I don't think so. Nolan North out of a job? No. Unfortunately, Nolan North's... Pr- Probably pretty entrenched in this franchise. He was like, if? if you want me to re-record all this dialogue that nobody's going to play, then I want to be signed for four more games because Uncharted is over. What if Peter Dinklage is like, I am back? <laughs> Peter Dinklage is making HBO money. He's not interested um, anymore. Yeah. Right. Like Since that game launched, we're on season six. That was season three of Game of Thrones. In season three, when that launched, like, so... Peter Dinklage is probably doing those voiceovers during season one or two of Game of Thrones. And when the Red Wedding happened in season three, that's really, I feel like that was the moment where Game of Thrones just went like, kaboom! Because there was a huge moment. Everybody was talking about it. People had to see what was going on. I watched it and I didn't know anything about it. And I, I feel like that was the moment where that show blew up and he no longer had to do that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And so... And and also that kind of coincided when that game launched with, uh, with that season. So I got you. Like I I don't um, think he's gonna be uh, coming back anytime soon. I'm still gonna play Destiny when it comes out. I'm still gonna buy it. Um, I'm gonna enjoy it for if nothing else, I'll enjoy it for the single player. I'm just not convinced that the campaign. I'm, I'm not convinced that all the fun stuff to do afterwards is gonna hold my attention, despite all the things they say it can do. Only because. I think a lot of the mechanics that they're putting in place, like with this matchmaking in particular, I feel like it's going to turn people off. I feel like they're going to hold everything. They're going to hold a lot of things back. Right. On um, Destiny Two, and it's going to piss some people off. It's going to do that. There will be no Trials of Osiris the first weekend of Destiny that will piss people off. Right. I think they're going to limp. They're going. To, well, there will be no Iron Banner until the third or fourth month of Destiny Two, and that will piss people off. Gotcha. They're gonna launch it with the expansions. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're gonna say they're gonna, they're gonna trip feed it. Yeah, but that's. But I mean, in a sense, you know, I mean, not picking on Destiny, but a lot of games do that. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, a lot of games ship what I'd say incomplete. Look at where Halo Five is now. Well, Street Fighter Five. Look at right? Street Fighter without a campaign at all, and they, they tacked one on at the end. Look at, uh, look at Halo Five. It didn't have forge but mode. People will have... come to Destiny and be like, okay, this wasn't. Like Street Fighter V, who knows if they had that going or not before they started developing it or heard the feedback. Right. Probably they had a start of it. People will come to look at Destiny 2, and if there's no Trials of Osiris on the first, within the first month, if there's no Iron Banner within the first two months, because you got to get people time to get to that level cap right. where it starts getting competitive, right? Yeah. If those th- two things aren't there within the first two months, people will riot. Not riot in the streets, but they will, the Destiny fanboys will be pissed... Because they're going to go, well, obviously we know this works. You already refined the formula for Trials of Osiris over the last two years. You already refined the formula for Iron Banner over the last three years. No, you're right. right. What's the holdup? What what is the reason other than you don't want to give it to us? No, you're right. Because it's already launching without a raid that will be launched later. A couple weeks, maybe. They've already said that. You know, same thing as every other expansion that's had a raid. 
didn't launch until weeks after that expansion was out. And everybody was already at the max level cap. They're putting, if, if that's the philosophy, and you may be right, they're putting a lot of emphasis in this giant world that's like four times larger than any world they've ever built. But it better be freaking amazing what you can do in there. Because Destiny 1 had a huge-ass world, but it was boring as hell. I can't tell you how many times I ran down that same tunnel with the one fan that was broken. You run down the thing and, like, yeah. you go to the little tunnels back. I've done that shit, like, 50 times. And it's like, not again. Please, I don't want to defend any more fucking war sets. <laughs> you know what I would like? A fucking mini-map. Like... To look at the map. Oh, yeah. Here's my objective. Oh, right. Head there and then give me a marker on my radar. Because I hate looking at the map. That was bad. Because you only got to look at the map in Destiny 1 when you were choosing your mission. Yeah, I need to kind of guess for something. And you're like, okay, well, I need to go to the field. So if I launch the patrol mission, that means it's off to the left. Yeah. And then I kind of got to guess from there. Or look at the screenshots somebody put up on Google and go from there. I can't tell you a number of guides of like, drive here, turn left at the floor. Because I drive around for an hour. I'm like, where is this shit at? Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. I'm still excited for it. I think there's some flaws in the formula, but I think it's in a better place. And I think that they still have a good core mechanic, loot porn, that kind of stuff to build off of, which is good. And that's what's good. That's going to be your hook. All this other stuff, the matchmaking can be refined. I think a map would help. Um, I think they need to accelerate some of their content if they do this phased approach. And I think they'll be in a good place. But I, I think it's going to open PlayStation show. And I think they're going to show off um, something really cool to get people. To, they're going to PlayStation knows, especially with Scorpio coming, that maybe people aren't necessarily like you know. It was synonymous with PlayStation. It was all the top streamers, Goliathus, um, Doctor Bromance, or whatever his name is, the bald guy who's like sidekick. All of them played it on PlayStation. That's where it was. No one played it on Xbox. Right. So. They have to do something really cool to be like, hey, listen, we know that's a really shiny, cool Scorpio. And player, a really fucking nice controller. But come on back because we're going to give you Jade Rabbit 2.0 or Hawkmoon 3. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like they're going to do something like that. So I don't know what it's going to be. Dungeons, maps. Maybe they say the raid's three months early. I just don't know. Oh, no, no, no. That That's bullshit. Oh, friends already mad. I mean, I won't get to the raid until it launches, much after it launches, but who know, I don't know what that doing. that kind of stuff is is insane. Well, who knows? Well, now that it's coming to computer, because a raid is like um, Destiny looks at their raids as like the core tenet of like their gameplay, like that's their pinnacle of their game design. I'm not saying they're gonna do it. I'm just saying that they're gonna they're gonna have to do. Sony is definitely cranking them down and saying, "What are you? We spent when no one believed in your crap. Right. We spent a ton of dough." We made a limited console that Jim bought. We made the Ghost Edition that Jim bought. We made all these cool things for you. What are you going to do for me? And now you made it. You're successful. Here we're coming again around the pass. You're new and improved. But hold on, Hotshot. We still got you by the nuts. And you better do something amazing. But I don't understand how, how powerful that is now that we know that their competitor is not even going to invest. So it's not like, you know... Right. The, they're panicking because Sony's not panicking because they could go to Xbox and get the same kind of stuff. They know Xbox isn't playing that game. So it's like, well, why should I give it to you? You know? That's true. No, I, yeah, why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I know for, we know for a fact that deal's already in place. But you know, it's that- going to be the exact same thing. I, I feel like the year window on this exclusive stuff is lame. I do too. It needs to be six months. 
because the exclusive stuff that launched with Rise of Iron in September of last year is going to be up probably like the week before Destiny 2 launches. Yeah, nobody's going to care. And nobody's going to, no Xbox player is going to go back and, and play it. Right. For one strike, two crucible maps, and oh, some new weapons that don't transfer over. No, you're right. I agree. I, I, that's a good question. Um, that's a good point because, I mean, the console wars are still very, even though it's not as talked about now, I mean, it will be now. Who won E3? Like, Nintendo doesn't count. Who won E3? Is it Microsoft or is it Sony? Oh, it'll. You're gonna people have, will say Sony no matter you're what. You're going to have to. Yeah, because it's true. You're going to have to do. <laughs> You're going to have to do something to sweeten the pot. And Sony, this is something where, like, they literally have that leverage. Like, legit dollars and pennies and contracts. Like, you better make us look good, Bungie, or else. All right. So, going to Sony, let's talk about them. Sony is amazeballs. We already kind of figured out that it's going to be another trailer Wild porn. Prediction. Trailer Wild porn. prediction. You're going to get... Right there on the poster. What does that say behind you? The Order 1886. <laughs> Gen 2, baby. Galahad's return. The story was amazing. The Collector Edition was amazing. We're going to get more. It's going to be a better story. You're like the only person that liked that game. And I hated it. I hate... You know, I, it's funny. I went to Best Buy to get... What did we drop off? We went to return something. And on the shelf behind me was the Collector Edition I pre-ordered. And you know that everybody at the Best Buy knows me. And the guy goes, hey, are you going to get the collector edition? And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of on the fence about it. He's like, well, you got like four days or whatever. I couldn't believe that the game made you play in fucking letterbox I know. on your widescreen TV. And I went home and I went and I thought about it and the box looked so nice. I went back and I'm like, okay, I need it. And I played it and I loved it. it is, that, is that box up there on your shelf now? It is. It's on the backside. Oh. And I was like, man, oh man, that was a great game. Okay. That's my prediction. All right. That's my wild prediction. You're going to see gameplay of Spider-Man. You're going to see gameplay of Gears of War. You're going to see more of Days Gone. You're going to see Last of Us 2. You're going to see the Uncharted expansion. That's five games that... Crash Remastered? I think that's coming out really soon, and no one cares. I okay. mean, other than right. Tim Gettys. Like, two people care, and they're not in this room. Um, plus... What? What? I, I have no idea. Oh, Detroit 2 Humans. Six games that are like, holy shit. Now, are any of those going to come out this year? We, I don't think Spider-Man's coming out this year. Last of Us 2, I don't think it's coming out this year. This is my problem with Sony's. Is like, it's a long burn. It's always so long before. We know Destiny 2 is coming out, obviously. Seven, Death Stranding. Death Stranding's not coming out this year. No, it's not, but those are seven. Seven. That, that could be. They could say, hey, everyone, what you saw last year, we're doing it again. And people will be like, holy shit. This is a repeat of last year's. It's uh, the exact same. Yeah, with a skip in the tape. This is, why, <laughs> this is why I don't get excited about Sony stuff because it's always so long. Death Stranding, 2018, 2019. Spider Man, 2018. Like, you know, they'd probably just started work on that franchise. When they showed that last year. You're going to see... Oh, here's a question for you. Will Rockstar be... We know Red Dead's been delayed. Are they going to say, screw you, we're doing it on our own? Or are they going to partner with Sony or Microsoft? There's rumors that they're partnered with Sony. Rockstar doesn't have to do anything. They don't have to. But do you think they will for publicity? I don't know. So we'll probably see some more of... Uh, 
Shadow of War, the Lord of the Rings game on E3. I don't Which know. Got, yeah, that one got delayed. Might be. Oh, that's right. So it's not. It's launching in October, not August now. See that August window when that first game launched in August. Oh, this is a great time. Great timing because I played the shit out of that up the until Titanfall and or uh, no, not Titanfall. Destiny, I think, came out the same year. Oh, the original, yeah. I think so. Really great game. That was a great game. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that that got delayed. But nobody's a talking months. about it, so it needs to be. It's going to be there. Well, that that's why it was a great window for them to be in August because there's nothing else coming out. Yeah, no, and it's and good. that's that's why Destiny's launching in September every year because they're missing they're you know preempting the October November window of game launches. Here's a question. But uh, I was oh, trying to go Sorry. to like a Warner Brothers segue from Lord of the Rings, Warner Brothers Studios, yeah. to Rocksteady. Oh, what are they up to? Since Rocksteady's always done this promotional stuff with Sony, right? Warner Brothers and Sony have some sort of incestuous relationship. I don't know why. Why does it have to be incestuous? Because Sony's well, better. Here's why. Uh, Batman Arkham City and uh, Batman Arkham Origins and Batman Arkham Knight all had like, ex- or maybe it's just Origins and Knight had exclusive DLC to Sony. We know Sony paid for that shit. Yes. But. But. DC Universe Online, when it first launched, launched on PC and PlayStation 3. Yes. When it came, when PlayStation 4 launched, what launched with it? Yes. DC Universe Online. Yes, it's on Xbox now, but. It launched Can't. first on Sony, so they have some agreement there with with Warner Brothers games, or just the DC games for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, the Injustice Remaster, 1080p, 60 frames a second, the, with all the DLC, only on the PS4. They did not release it for Xbox One. There was no commemorative collector's edition or... The master edition, game of the year and edition, whatever free, you want. That was a free PlayStation, and it was and it was free. You didn't have anything like that. All we got was backwards compatibility. Thank you. I'm glad they have it. I'm glad we have it. But you know, would I have liked to seen that same treatment for Xbox? Sure. So I'm already I already know that there's some sort of relationship there. So we don't know what Rocksteady's working on. It's been two years since Arkham Knight launched. It would be cool to see something else. So are we going to see a Superman game, a Justice League game? Ooh. Is it still going to be in the DC family? Is it going to be something else? I really feel like they should stick with superheroes because we have I, shooters galore and zombies I, galore. I, I don't... I would love to see a good Superman game. It's been a very long time. But flying is hard to do in games. That's, they, they can't figure out flying. They don't know how to do it. It's just... It's Nobody knows not, how to do flying. You can do it in like a uh, a fighter pilot game, right? Just can't make it feel intuitive in a right person. That's what I mean. Because you've got to stop, you got to pull back and hover and like dive bomb and all. Unless that. unless they make it like really physics and slow to accelerate and slow to decelerate. True. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I Rocksteady. I'm not sure what they're up to. Um, it's been pretty quiet from them. I would love to see them stay. I would love to see... You know, and they did the Arkham VR, only on PSVR. That's true. I would like to see... I'd say stick with Batman. Maybe not Batman himself, but like a Catwoman sailing game, or Nightwing, or Red Hood. Nah, they're, I think they're done with Batman. It, it won't it be a Batman to, game. I think, but I... It won't be in the Batman family. It's going to expand either to, I think, Justice League or Superman. It's going to switch... Main franchise, but I think what works so good about Batman is Gotham is such a dump, and it's like right. it's such yeah. a good like 
Superman, the way, I mean, yes, there are probably bad parts of Metropolis. And they always empty the city out of civilians exactly. before Batman takes over. So Metropolis, like, I don't know, like, it seems too happy. It sounds like a happy place, but you're right. When I, um, when I was playing um, DC Universe Online, my superhero's name was Boy Justice. And on the front of my shirt, big old BJ... <laughs> And I loved it. I was like, I am boy Josh. Did you have an eggplant underneath? No eggplant, but I wore very light clothing. <laughs> Loose, easy access. Were, they, were you wearing short shorts too? Uh, and a cape, a little ass cape. <laughs> little butt cape. Assless chap. No, really I was boy justice. Because the name, <laughs> believe it or not, the handle boy justice was not taken. Wow. Okay? This is a home run. Impressive. So Rockstar, you said where? Rockstar doesn't have to do anything. Rocksteady. So no, I know. I'm asking you Rockstar. I'm going back because you never answered the question. Is Rockstar going to be at either Xbox or PlayStation? Yes. <laughs> Which one? Um, I think Rockstar's coming up. I think they're going to have a PlayStation 4 goodie. You think so? Mm-hmm. PlayStation's throwing money. Well, we know money. PlayStation's throwing money, yes. I think the new Assassin's Creed will be on that was my Xbox. Question. Yes. Do you think Assassin's Creed is going to stay with... They're going to keep their Xbox connection. I think so. I think you're right. I think they're going to have some cool stuff for Scorpio. I think, I don't know, on paper, the way everything lays out right now, no way in hell Xbox beats what Sony's got that we know of. Right. But it only takes one killer app or one killer game to totally change our lives. Here's... here's uh I might lean towards Scorpio because if Xbox says we're going to run your game at 1080p 60, yeah, no problem. Whereas the PS4 Pro, you're going to make decisions. Or if they say we can run it at 4K 30, right. no problem. Or 4K 45 right. between 30 and 60. Rockstar always seems to me like a, a showy company, right? They always want to show off what their game can do, what the mechanic, oh, the yeah. new mechanics. Here's all the cool, crazy shit you can do in our game. You can pick up prostitutes. You can beat them up. You can fly a plane. You can take flying lessons. There's so much stuff packed into that last GTA Five game that I think whatever console can show it off the best is going to be what they're going to go with. So, and I don't think the PS4 Pro, just based on tech specs, is that console. Recall, though, that on the Rocksteady launch... Or Rocksteady. On the Rockstar trailer, it said very clearly, this all is on a PlayStation 4. Because they didn't have Scorpio dev. No, you might be right. You might I be don't right. know. I don't know. What? How cool would it be if they started showing that trailer, and then a big X crosses out PlayStation 4, <laughs> and it says like Scorpio next to it. They're time. not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Uh, what I wouldn't... Uh, what I would be... Something I would not bet on... Okay. Because I know I would lose is the fact that uh, you're going to have Microsoft's thing the day before PlayStation, and they're going to do something to undercut them. Whether it be like you know the new uh, Scorpio is five hundred dollars or four hundred bucks. If Scorpio comes out at four hundred bucks, watch the PS4 Pro three fifty. If they drop down, no, you're right. That's... If they drop down the Xbox One S to two ninety nine or not, what? Right. Or 199 200 bucks. I think it's like 
250 right now, they 300 match. with a big thing. The PlayStation matches. The PlayStation's going to drop another 50 bucks. So they've always said, PlayStation said that they are in a vacuum. Like, they, regardless of what Microsoft says, but you're right, it's always I too, know, but it's even, always too convenient that they magically are the cheaper bottom line. That's where I thought, that's where I, you know, Phil Spencer said we want to move to Sunday early because I want to be the one to announce the E3. Even though EA was before them, he doesn't care. Right. He's like, I want to be the one to like welcome people. That's important to me. And I'm like, well, you know what? That might be important to you, but that hurts your company. Do yourself a favor and like have your trailer like right before PlayStations or Tuesday morning. Like mix it up. Right. Yeah. And see what happens because. You may say, you know what? We need to retool this. Because I, I honestly right. think right. the yeah. positioning of Sony's conference as the very last one the past three or four years That's what's always gives them the edge when people go, you know, the pundits or whatever. Who won E3? And what's the most recent thing in their mind? The fucking trailer porn Year of games of that dreams. aren't coming out. The yes. trailer porn of, of games that aren't coming out for another year to two years sure. that you won't play this year, you won't play on the floor, but that one E3 right. when nobody gives credit to Xbox. And I'm being a little defensive here. I can tell. Do you want a hug? Yeah. Okay. After we're done. Okay. We're almost done. Okay. <laughs> but no, no, seriously though, nobody gives credit to Xbox. Like their last E3, they showed all the games you were playing that year. The year before that, with, they were talking about here's Halo, here's Forza, like they're... Halo, Forza, Lara Croft, and ReCore. The greatest Xbox The lineup ever, ever, right? Ever. That was such a dark... Those games all came out that same year. It's horrible to say. Yes. Th- but those games all came out. They did. And, and like... And everybody waited you know, for the PlayStation. PlayStation 1 E3 that year. You... And they had the backwards compatibility um, announcement. Was that last year? Last E3? I think it was. I think it was. It was almost a year ago. I don't care about it. It's all I don't care. And it, it was a huge thing. Whoa! I used it. I just told you I played. I played Alan Wake. And Alan I Wake. It. I played Injustice. I played Bioshock when it finally came. Like, I'm playing these old games I got on Games of Gold that I did not have time to play because of backwards compatibility. And now you are. And look at So you. I'm just saying, I think it's a working thing for Xbox. No, I, people aren't buying Xboxes because of it, maybe. Right. But people who are using Xbox are enjoying that system. Mm. Whereas, like, PlayStation is still pushing their PS Now streaming option, which doesn't seem to be working for them. I agree. Yeah. And we have the Xbox Game Pass. We have that coming up. Oh, did you? That launch. I'm glad you mentioned it. I was going to go back to it, and we were getting kind of long, but now that you, I'm going to briefly tell you the that games look terrible. Is shit. It is the worst thing that there's nothing redeemable on that list outside of my beloved Halo 5. What they should do is do some sort of like deal with EA to merge those two services. It does seem very odd that they're like, we're doing our own thing. Like, EA is a great partner, but we're going to undercut the shit out of you and do our own thing. Because uh, EA's catalog is very vast. Like, all the... Mass Effects are in there right now. Dead Space. All the Need for Speeds are. Dead Space 1 is in there. Dragon Age. All the Battlefield 3, 4 is in there. All the sports games. If they go to EA, if EA comes up and says we're going to end EA Access, but we're going to make it part of the Xbox Game Pass. We'll charge a little more. Fine. You know? I agree. 
I, I think that was a mistake because that's all the games you would want to see in your Xbox Game Pass. Not, no one's going to buy both. That's what I when I did my video on it. The question I posed was, "Who is this for?" And I can't answer that. I don't know. I don't know who Game Pass right. is for. It's not for anybody like me who already's played these games. I have EA access. I use it intermittently, but I'm only paying thirty bucks a year for it. Thanks, CD keys. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not hurting. I'm not feeling it like I'm feeling the GameFly. Fifteen bucks a month that I'm not using. You know what I mean? Because that's to, more. You need to drop that game fly. I need to drop that game fly. So your prediction is that Xbox is going to have a great press conference, but be overshadowed by PlayStation. Of course. And, my and that's what I'm saying. I'm not willing to bet money on it because I know I'm going to lose. And my prediction is I'm going to be so jaded by FanFest that I just don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's That's what's so exciting. Nobody knows. But you're right. PlayStation is very long-winded, but everything... A long lead time, but everything that they have released, I'm not looking at the Order 1886 poster right oh, now. Oh, do you have a, uh, a a Last Guardian poster too? No. Oh, wait, we're staring at Infamous Second Son. Was that a super duper hit for them? No, that was a stinker. <laughs> but what has Sucker Punch been doing? We'll find out. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Brent, I think you've said it all. Uh, we have said it all. Good luck to you and your E3 you journeys. So I am excited for you. You're going to be doing at least one video for my channel. Oh, I will be doing... Uh, at least one. At I'll, least one. And nothing else, I want your reaction to the PlayStation conference. Okay. And it could be like, it sucked. And that can be the whole video. <laughs> That's fine. But I want to hear, like, as a guy who just sat here and told me how much you hate the hype and blah, blah, blah. I think you're going to feel the energy of the PlayStation Nation... The inner Sony pony and you will rise. You might not. Oh, you might still be an Xbox. I will, Xbox. I will do the Jim Afanis due diligence. Thank you. By taking over your channel while you are out of town. Thank you. And just for the conferences. And I will take notes on the conferences just to write down the games that were announced. Whatever you want to do. So that I can go down the list just like you did and say, we talked about this, 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 this. You could just very briefly say. It could be five minutes and be like, I liked it. That could be all it is. Here's why. It could be all it is. We'll have to wait. I'm very eager to see where this goes, if anywhere. We'll find out. So thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of BK's Bullets. The best podcast on the planet. The best sub-podcast on the planet, since we don't have an official like iTunes name or anything. We're just on the Comic Time channel. The second best podcast <laughs> on the planet. Second best to Comic Time. Oh, my God. Uh, Magic. Please check us out. We will be back probably in a few weeks. Yes. With an E3 recap talking yes. about Jim's experiences at E3. Yes. Um, check that out. Check out Jim's YouTube channel, yes. Viper Magic. Yes. For all of Brent's takeover uh, videos of E3, and Jim will probably have some stuff on there as well. Right. Also, check out the new YouTube channel called BK's Bullets. Yes. It is my YouTube channel, and I haven't had the official comic timing announcement on the podcast yet. So here it is. I launched a YouTube channel. It is comics focused. We're talking about books, movies. I have a number of episodes up there. Captain I need America to do a new one. Being a Nazi. Captain America is not a Nazi. Oh. The Nazis are not Hydra. There's a whole video on that. Oh, yeah. um, Secret. I'm going to do an update to Secret Empire. I want to do the button part two. I reviewed the first two parts of that storyline. So 
Check that out. Just search BK's Bullets. You'll find it. Please subscribe, comment, like. Yes. The same for my channel. Same for Viper Magic. Yes. And like us on the Comic Timing Facebook page, Comic Timing. Vote them. Up vote them. And uh, give us a like. Tell us what you liked about this episode. Tell us what you didn't like. And we'll see you guys next time. Or as Jim says. On the other side. But real quick before you go. And also going back to the Comic Timing thing. It's such a great outro. You had to ruin it. Um try to make it through the entire Superman Batman review. <laughs> uh, loyal listeners made it through the whole episode. No. Loyal listeners made it through the whole thing. There's a rumor that Ian's still recording that as we speak. Is that true? <laughs> it's still it's like a live stream tape delay, like eight hours. That is not true. I'm sure we're gonna have a long Wonder Woman discussion of me defending the other movies against everyone else. Okay. Because they're gonna just gonna blow Wonder Woman's big honking dick. Wow. Even though it's a female. Now that movie. is an outro. <laughs> That's an outro. Stop it. Stop there. Bye-bye. <laughs>